0: three two one go you don't have to clap (laughs) you're next to me you knobhead (laughs) okay Welcome to 60MW Podcast, I'm Chris, and this is a very special show. It is a one-off, potentially, of a one-off, a spectacular, the first of its kind, but maybe it could be a series at some point. We will see, anyway, it could go completely tits up, and we'll just end up burning the edit, but still. Anyway, I'm Chris, as I've said, and I am joined by the good, the bad, and the ugly, Although I'll let you decide who is who. First up is the king of streaming, who is currently debating whether to build his audience by setting up an OnlyFans account, and maybe even showing the world his fireman's pole. We are joined by Tom Marrett. Hello.
1: Good evening, boys. How are we doing?
0: Very well. I have to say, Tom, I love your sexy voice. It's amazing.
1: Thank you. This is my new ASMR sexy voice because uh, I don't want to wake up my uh, soon-to-be two-year-old daughter. Now she's going to be two at the end of January. So wow, that's amazing. This is my this is my new voice. I'm try. I thought, why not try it out here? I like it. See how we go.
0: It's sort of like you know um, a bit of a a a sexier version of like Ray Winston's kind of you know kind of. Cockney
1: sounding. I'm often referred to as the young Ray Winston, anyway, so it makes sense that it should sound like him.
0: All right, okay. Have you seen Scum by any chance? <laughs> I just no. I want you. No. To, okay, so there's a line in Scum that okay. he says, and he goes, "I'm the fucking daddy." So can you do that in your sexy voice for me? I'm the fucking daddy. <laughs> amazing i love it right well there you go this is tom and tom will tell you a bit more about what he does and where you can find him and you can view all of his twitch stuff it's amazing uh, in a bit but next up is a man who works in the hallowed corridors of our great lord and savior jesus christ almighty sony hello his job interview included tasks such as how fast he could smash up xboxes and the big question in life who would he marry, shag, or kill out of Sean Layden, Jim Ryan, and Shuey Yoshida? It is Pete! Hello, Pete. <laughs> hey, yes. And I passed the interview, so I must have given good answers. You must have done. Now, uh, well, I am going to put you on the spot. So, which would you do? Which two? <laughs> who, who would you marry, shag, or kill?
2: <laughs> uh, I would definitely marry Yoshida. i girl love a little bit of Shuey. And then... Sean and I'd probably have to kill off Sean. Sean left obviously, so I'd probably have to kill him off, and I'd have to just have a quick, quick session with Jim around the, around the boardroom, which
0: you know wouldn't be the first time, would it? So, uh, no, exactly. There um, you go, <laughs> often see each other down the bar. Well, there you are, there you go, just a little wink and uh, just reminisce about old times, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's good, I'll put you on the spot. Sorry, uh, so and last but certainly not least. We are joined for the first time in my podcasting life, believe it or not, over, I don't know how many shows I've done, two, three hundred, four hundred, even, I don't know, by a guest actually live in the studio or my converted garage. Um, He doesn't realise yet, but he has to wank me off at the end of the show. I I, I did get him here under false pretenses. Um, (laughs) It's my best buddy. It is the lovely Mr. Wayne Townsend. Say hello.
3: Hello. Hello. Halo Infinite is Game of the Year, by the way. Oh, Just shut up.
0: Saying. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. I, I, I'm pretty sure Wayne burst into flames when you said, our oh Lord and Saviour, Son." <laughs> well, I had to get that in. So, wow, this is amazing. This is the first time I've actually, I think, done a podcast with you guys. I know, Pete, you did join us for our, I think it was our 200th episode. We did a, a call-in show, didn't we? And you came on for yes. as a guest spot for Some like coin. five or ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, that was great fun. That was cool. Uh, so, I mean, we've known each other for a very long time, haven't we? Um, so, I don't know who wants to sort of explain to people who, uh, how we all met each other and how we got to know each other and how we're still friends after so many years. How many, how many years is it now?
2: Well, Ghost, so, yeah, we, we basically know each other from playing Call of Duty Ghosts together and that came out in 2013, I think. Because it's PS4 launch. Well, we started
1: talking because, Chris, you did a different podcast many moons ago. And I think that's how I met you at at an EGX, I think it was, through listening to I I stumbled upon, found your podcast, loved it, listened to you. I think I met you at an EGX and then obviously Pete and me, you and Wayne then all met through that. I'm sure that was how it was. And then we ended up playing call of duty pretty much for like a gazillion hours <laughs> together
0: yeah that, that's pretty much it uh, um like you said
1: had we
2: met in person before i,
1: I, I can't do you know first. what it's, it's honestly been it's so been many
0: years long. it all blurs it, it's crazy isn't it because i mean i mean we all live in different parts of the country wayne and i live fairly close together so uh, even closer now he lives across the road from you practically which you know is a fucking horror show i'm a uh, stalker <laughs> so,
1: yeah i don't know i don't know at what point you should be worried about that <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but i mean you know you guys live um in Dan south uh, and all that so but we do um you know over the years we have kept in touch in person through egx uh when it was uh, was Did we meet you when we was at Earl's Court? I can't remember if we did. Yes, Yes, did. yes. 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 yeah, it yeah. was. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, it moved to um, Birmingham, didn't it, for a few years, which was cool, because that was obviously better for us because it was a bit closer. And then uh, it's moved back to London, uh, which is the Excel Arena. But, I mean, over the years, I mean, even though... I mean, and since WhatsApp, I mean, WhatsApp is, is awesome, isn't it, really? Because it just helps to connect people. And, you know, we've set up a WhatsApp group. And uh, although we don't you know see each other all the time we, we generally speak to each other most days don't we even if it's just you know r- random bits and pieces here you know the random shit that people send to each other via whatsapp um but no i think it's really cool that we have still stayed friends you know and it was it's video game that's brought us together hasn't it you know
3: i think it, we have ben to thank as well for our so-called nickname
0: Oh, um, right. also yes.
3: um, what the WhatsApp group is called.
0: So who, want, who wants to explain then what um, we were called the fishy pricks? And we, I think we've remained that, for, thanks to Ben, who, who was uh, from the same coin days. Um, Pete, do you want to explain what the fishy pricks were?
2: Well, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty straightforward. We bet playing, call it COD. And we're a bunch of pricks. <laughs> there
0: you go. That, that was, as Ben eloquently put it, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I should also say this is the first for me. Do it actually. Um Doing this podcast uh, um, on camera, which is very weird. I must. Admit, you'd think after having like two years worth of fucking Teams meetings, um you know, <laughs> I'd be used to this. But it is very weird. I guess it doing almost
1: feels surreal, doesn't it? It's very way,
0: because I'm doing something that I enjoy doing. But I, you know, I can see you guys on on camera, which is all it's awesome. But at the same time, I kind of half expect to be quite professional because you know, I'm I'm doing it like it's like a, it's like a Teams meeting um but yeah it is very cool now um you guys can see us so have you guys got a beverage for tonight's show have you got at all a drink uh whether it be non-alcoholic or
1: alcoholic i do you know what seeing it i've now panicked because i've realized i didn't bring one so i will just i don't know what i'll do i'll raise a I'll raise a fake glass whenever we need to <laughs>
0: It's, it's, you could just get your knob out and that's that'd be fine we'll just that'd be have yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry um i you can possibly tell I've, i well i haven't had too much to drink i've only had three bottles but i mean christ i'm a lightweight these days yeah. pete what have you I'm got, uh, <laughs> I've, got a,
2: I've got the manliest of drinks i have a, a re- pretty made pina colada for MS.
1: oh well, very nice pete very classy MS, very classy
2: lovely Basically, because I can't be really bothered to buy the ingredients myself. I love
0: pina coladas. They are they are actually really nice, aren't they? So. I've
1: also realised that no one's going to see the video of this, so I could have just lied You said <laughs> I was drinking something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but we know, so, you know. Um, but anyway, I've got, at the moment, anyway, I've had a bottle of Budweiser. I've had a Bailey's coffee, uh, because why not? And I've got uh, a bottle of Cronenberg. Um, I am quite upset about this, because you, you, I went into Sainsbury's, and it's like, 15 bottles for £8, that's amazing. But they are the tiniest bottles, you know, um, that you can get. They're like 200ml or whatever. They're It's ridiculous. Uh, so anyway, and also, I've got... Uh, some Jack Daniels honey for later on. that is
1: what I would have bought so there you go if we get if we get commissioned for a series off the back of this I'll bring a bottle of Jack Daniels honey next time has Wayne got his own as
3: well I've I've
0: already started on mine that's what sitting next to Chris does to me (laughs) (laughs) he did say ooh I'm going to have a beer and then I'll just have a couple of long drinks I mean fuck me we've only just started We're five minutes into it and he's already cracked open the Jack Daniels Uh, Thankfully, for my point of view um, as the dates we record the twenty fifth. 23rd, even, of December. Um, it's So it's Christmas Eve tomorrow. Hooray. And Wayne's actually got to go to work tomorrow. Boo. So uh, he can't get too drunk. But um, considering he's, only, he's already started on the Jack Daniels, we'll see how that goes. Um, anyway, people are possibly wondering, what the fuck are you here for? I mean, um, which, you know, is fine. It's a bit rude. But, you know, uh, why are we here? So let's reverse. Let's rewind a little bit. To uh the end of twenty twenty. Um where old me. Uh, the, the the last two years has been a bl- like a bit of a blur, a bit of like the Twilight Zone. I don't know if it's been like for you guys. Uh yeah. just lost track of time completely. But so the last two years have just been a bit weird. And um I think it's fair to say we don't generally talk about COVID or lockdown or all that kind of bollocks uh on these shows. Politics and COVID are the only uh things I was told by Dave please don't talk about them because nobody wants to hear about that shit, which is fair enough. But we, I think we bonded probably a bit more during the first lockdown because we, we tended to all play a little bit more online. Um, You know, co-op gaming, multiplayer gaming, which was awesome, which was really, really good. Um, And then as sort of closing of 2020, um, I started to get a bit more into uh, trophies and platinums. Now, my, I've always generally been an Xbox gamer, um, so and I got into achievements through that, and and then you know it was it started off because Wayne introduced me to the Xbox 360, uh, and it became a bit competitive for me. So I, you know, because Wayne had got I don't know twenty thousand or something like that. I thought oh, I've got to beat that bastard. So it it became more about that, you know, in in, in some ways. And I think I don't know what I got in the end, but well,
3: about one hundred and fifty thousand, about three oh, times what I have got. And I still am nowhere near him, so I think I've just hit over fifty thousand points myself. So, yeah, um, I've got no chance. I don't think I'll ever pass him in my life, even if he he, he got a, didn't get another achievement
0: since. But I mean, that's small fry to compare to a lot of people. To be honest with you, and the thing is, I mean, I remember when the first, uh, the, the same coin started. I wrote an article for the website, which continually changed for people who remember back that day, uh, that far back. Is that I wrote a little article about my kind of love affair with achievement. I love and hate affair with achievements. You know, I think that you you know they can be really good. You can explore video games more because if the the, the, the makers of the games, you know, do them properly, you can see everything that they intended you to see when they made that game, which is really good. But then there's also a dark side to achievements, which is you know, uh, avatars of fantastic game. Yeah, go playing games for the sake of getting a thousand achievement points. So you know you start to go down that route because you think, oh, you know, I just, I'll just get play that game. I'll play, I'll, you know, you look up on forums and you look up on the internet. You know, oh, you can play this game. It only takes you ten minutes to get a thousand achievement points. So I've played American football games. I've got no fucking interest in American <laughs> football games. You know, I've played some shite games, and I think it got to a point where. I was actually playing Hannah Montana the video game just (laughs) to try and get a thousand achievement points. So there's a good side and there's a dark side to it. I think one of the good sides was um, GTA 4. I got a thousand achievement points on that and I saw every part of that world that they created. So there's some good stuff in there, but there's also some shite. So anyway, lost interest in achievements didn't really have the time for them and then I've never been bothered about trophies particularly but then playing with Pete um, we did Borderlands 3 and I think we played a couple of other games and ended up getting back into it and it's strange you know kind of how that switch can change and it can flick quite quickly you know in terms of having no interest into actually oh okay so back end of 2020 And then kind of like we all decided, because Pete, you're into achievement, uh, into trophies, and we'll talk about that in a second. Let's set a little um, challenge for ourselves, you know, for 2021. And it can be an individual, personal thing. And let's see, you know, maybe what we do at the end of it. And we can review it at the end of the year. So effectively, we've been playing games for the trophies over the last 12 months Which is very, I think is very cool, but also quite scary at the same time as well, Uh, playing video games and sort of going to those lengths and thinking, Jesus Christ, where did that 12 months go? What could I have done? I could have done a degree or something, or I could have (laughs) done something worthwhile with my life. But um, it's been fun. So that's kind of where we're at. And that's the purpose of this show is to to go through all of the trophies that we've uh, we've achieved. Um, all of the games that we've played to get to that point, and we've got some little awards which we're going to do. And I think Wayne is going to be the um, what's? I'm the, the judge. The judge. Yeah, independent adjudicator. There you go. Yeah. And even though he's sat next to me, I've got no sway over what he uh, yeah. what he does. I
1: mean, Jesus talk yeah. about bias. He lives across the. He's moved across yeah. the road to be closer to you. What do you think he's going to do tonight to get in your favour? Well, he's going to give you everything, hands down. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen. But we'll see.
2: We'll hand, see. Ha- Chris, I want I want to see your hand
0: above all the desk. <laughs> yeah, no, hands hand off. No, I want my hands off. Hand job. <laughs> uh, yes. yes. Um, but anyway, he does not know what I've put in his Jack Daniels either. So, <laughs> um, but no. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. So, look, but Pete, I oh. kind of took your lead from this because you've been into trophies for a lot longer than I have. So, what is the appeal and the attraction from your point of view?
2: Yeah, very similar to what you said in terms of seeing everything against the offer. So actually, the so trophies came in with the PS3 sort of generation. But I actually, as it happened, adapted generation. Although I had a PS3, I wasn't actually playing it a lot. I was mostly playing on PC then, so I didn't really care much for trophy achievements. It wasn't actually until I got my Vita, and then I got it at Vita at launch, um, and then naturally because you know when you get a new console at launch, generally there's not a huge amount of games out, so I only had like. A few like two or three games on it. I just remember thinking, "Oh, I know." Just just because I've got my Vita and I've got it here and I've got nothing else to play, I will try and do what I did back in the old, like back in the old N sixty four days of like trying to do all the you know secrets on GoldenEye. You know, before they were called achievements, it was just it was this, you know opening up the secrets on GoldenEye. I love that stuff. I, I love doing that. I love the challenges, and also Golden like. This is going to be off a tangent, but GoldenEye was also a really good example of a game that adds constantly adds more the more the more you play it on different like difficulty settings. And I've always really like really enjoyed that. And it's not, I don't think, enough games do that. That's just anyway, that's just a tangent. Um so actually, uh I the main game I had was the Uncharted Golden Abyss on the Vita. And I was having a go at that. But then in the meantime, I also had um Motorstorm RC, which was like a little top-down spin-off of like the Motorstorm games on Vita and I actually earned that platinum naturally. What I mean by that is that, like I didn't look up a guide, I didn't like go into the list and go oh what do I need to do, What you know um, something that like I've done quite a lot since but this is like and it was there was that sort of I guess dopamine rush of like the trophy popping up and going ooh, I've done I've got this thing and I didn't even expect it I was just having fun doing it. Um, and then
0: yeah it's kind of spun off from there and your target for this year what was that
2: well so i i don't know if we, we need to accept back cuz i actually think i i might be wrong but i actually think tom you were the one who suggested this initial challenge like sort of like uh, you know in between us on the on the whatsapp and i didn't know if you had a a reason for that
1: it sounds like something i would suggest doesn't it it sounds very. <laughs> Sounds I, I, very I me. Can't,
0: I can't remember. I must admit, um, but yeah, go, go, Tom, go for it. I mean, what, what let was Pete
1: have some of his Pina Colada. And that, <laughs> what? He's just desperate I to can... get back to the can. That's all he wants to do. He's just here for the drink. Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, I can answer, Tom. If you,
1: if you no, no, to no. I, I mean, call. no. I um, it was a PS5, so I've I've um, I um, used to like going way back, like you were Chris, like Xbox 360, used to love achievement, hunting, um, it was just, it's, it's more of the challenge, like, I, I love playing games, and then the added challenge of getting those trophies, and a little bit OCD, like trying to get your completion rate up, and all that stuff. Because um, it's nice to look at the list, isn't it? And see it saying, platinum, platinum, and whatever. But then when I, got, when I got to the sort of, um, Moved away from the Xbox 360, got the PlayStation. Life got, got got crazy, and you don't have that sort of time to put in for the extra the extra trophies. But then when I not the PS5, because they made it so easy to look up what trophies you needed through like the through the PlayStation um, home function on the controller, and you could literally just press a button and pop up the loc- the nearest trophies you had. It, it just sparked that interest again for me. Um, and I think as well, like a few years ago, I started to realize that I was not completing games. So I wasn't getting the most out of them. I was, I was jumping onto the next new game and trying to chase the next new game. And I wasn't really f- filling out the entirety of the game's time. Um, so I think this was like the next step of that. I kind of said to myself, look, you'll be in these games now so the, ne- the next thing is to plan them these games get the most out of them get the most out of the experience and the challenge and everything that goes with it and then I think just off the back of that I probably said let's do something like competitive and try and see who can get the most trophies or you know like we're going to discuss later Um, the the, the the, the hardest or the or the longest or different, those different things we're going to cover. I'm sure later on we've got um, to talk about, but yeah, basically it was because of the ease of getting back into it. Um, yeah. That's why, that's why I did it. So that's why I started doing it again.
3: Do you think it, it's helped you Tom this year?
1: Do you know what? It's, it's helped me. It, it's given me a, a, a focus. Um, and like a challenge and a drive. And I think a lot of people at the moment, obviously being stuck at home, parts of stuff that obviously we're not gonna talk about, but the last couple of years and having like that extra challenge as well. I just, I like the challenge. I, like, I think now that I'm a dad and I'm older and my life is a lot more home-based, I can't, my my sort of like days of sport in and um, challenging myself in different ways, they're confined more now i feel um to the house so the few hours i get to to chill which is my my essentially for for me it sounds i know it sounds crazy because we're going to talk about some of the games we played but playing games for me is a mental break i can switch off from everything else around me i can just chill out and and re-energize but in that i've also found that i can challenge myself now so I do feel, feel I don't know, people don't get it. I mean, a lot of people that listen to this will understand because they're into the same things we are. But that that achievement, for pun, want of a better word, when you make it, when you get it, you do feel like an element of prou- proudness of yourself. I mean, on the PlayStation, it tells you, doesn't it, how what percentage of people that have played this game have earned this a trophy. Um, so you even, you get that sort of feel like, oh, do you know what? I've done something that is actually difficult or challenging or that not everybody that picked up this game has been able to do um so yeah it's, it's quite nice in that sense
0: that's that, that, that is really cool and like you said that's really important but it's not always the case uh especially in my point of view which we'll we'll talk about uh shortly because i'm sure i'm gonna get some shit about some of the choice of games that i've been playing over the last 12 <laughs> months um but no that is very cool like you said i mean you know i uh, I'm 45 years old. I think I'm the oldest one here. So, I mean, even now, when people say to me, oh, what do you like doing? Uh, I like doing sports. I like playing football, blah, blah, blah. I like running, etc. But So the things that people would expect you to do, I guess, to a certain degree. But then it's weird, even though that video games are so huge now. When I do talk to some people, possibly people that are a little bit older than me, and I say, oh, I like playing video games. They still look at me as if I've got two fucking heads. Uh, which is kind of, you know, you think it's, oh, wow, we're we still doing this now, but still. Um... But yeah, I mean, like I said, so from your point of view then, did you have any targets or anything that
1: you wanted to do this year, Tom? Yeah, I didn't so much. I mean, I didn't have any low moments where I was sat in my underwear drinking cans of Red Bull playing Hannah Montana to just get (laughs) (laughs) achievements. I didn't have any low moments like that. Mine mine was more of, I'm going to play the games I I want to play. I'm going to play, but I'm going to make sure that I... uh, Unless, I mean, there are a couple... That we'll talk about later that I didn't get the platinum on. Um, but I'm gonna make a real effort to get the most out of every game that I play uh, before I move on to the next one. Um, so yeah, like uh, it's, uh I've already forgotten your question, Chris. That's all
0: right, <laughs> and you haven't even been drinking, so <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, uh, to be fair, I um, I'm gutted that they haven't actually made a, a new Han- Hannah Montana game, but uh, but you know we, we'll get to that. Um, what about you, Pete? Then I mean, like I said, you you've got um, uh, you know quite a few trophies, platinums, should we say? Just explain yeah. for the people who may not know what a platinum is, what what and how, how the trophy system comprises, should we say? No. So how, just explain a little bit of background on that, Pete, if you can. Yeah, yeah sure. So like. Like, like, you've already touched on. So, for Xbox
2: achievement, I, I I'm gonna try and stick to console achievement because I don't know a, a huge amount about Steam achievements. But for con- like Xbox, tend to measure games in in G score, don't they? And I and I gather It's thousands like the the most you can get from one particular game, I believe, isn't it? Unless it's like some weird circumstance. I guess with DLC, you can probably get more, can't you? Um, but I guess the point of that is that score can be blended, so you can have someone who completes loads of games and has a really high like G- achievement score or you can have someone who just plays lots and lots and lots and lots of games and gets a little bit of score here and there um, at the beginning like I believe there is a well there, only, they definitely re, they redid it on playstation there is now a, like a trophy level but it's kind like I don't know it's kind of meaningless to most people so most people on playstation will measure platinums. And that is, that's the trophy you get when you, you've done all the other trophies, which are all the, the achievements that have been set by the developers for doing uh, whatever task they, they, they deem to have finished the game. Uh, and finishes, finish means doesn't necessarily mean like complete the game. You can complete the game and still not get the platinum. It means maybe going back and completing a harder, harder difficulty or doing, like, like you say. Yeah, collectibles like I said, do all like say said, Chris and GTA, like seeing everything there is to offer in the city, uh, all the side quests, all things like that. Um so yes, like I said, so gen- generally, PlayStation trophy hunters will measure platinums. They'll say, I've got so many platinums, and that's their way. There were there were definitely there's like there's definitely layers above that. So there's people who will be like if they start a game, they have to platinum. And I'm definitely not I'm not that Straight for myself, like I will say, if I'm actually generally not enjoying a game, I won't, I won't do it. I'll just say it's fine. I, I, you know, you, I think that's actually quite important that people don't play, you know, force themselves um, to like to struggle through a game they're just not enjoying. I just don't think they're, gonna, you know, it's just not fun for anyone. Um, or similarly, there's people who are very um, so, like, like I say, so if you have a platinum, you also have the the percentage like completion when you get. From, so if they have a DLC. You can have a plan on the game but only have to be like 60% complete and their thing is like oh no I have to be 100% complete on every game and again it's like another level and again I'm not fussed about that Um, but then yeah to your point Chris like I think I started the year at 60 and I think the initial like I may be mismanaging but I think the initial challenge laid out with Tom was like ooh let's see out of of us three who could get the most Um, (laughs) and I don't want to say spoilers but I I, about halfway through the year I re, I could predict what the outcome is going to be and then I also <laughs> I worked we out that like yeah I think yeah we'll get we'll, we'll get to that and then so then I, I twisted it slightly so I was like actually if I get from about it was from about if I was like if I get three platinums a month up to the end of the year I'll hit 100 exactly at the end of the year and I was like that that was then my goal for the year try and get to 100.
0: So yeah and from my point of view i went into it with the best of intentions and i started playing games and i you know didn't want to go down that dark path of let's just buy 79p games uh that you can easily get a platinum but just by playing for 10 minutes i did my best and i lasted for a certain period of time and you'll see that when i guess we'll i'll read out my my list of of platinum trophies that I got over the the, the twelve months, um, you know there is a period where you can clearly see I went off the fucking rails. You um, lasted fifteen games. <laughs> so Wayne as well is uh, is, is not as a, he's not only our judge but he's our statistician. Right. <laughs> see, there you go, and I can say that, and even though I've been drinking, uh, because he he's done some statistical work in terms of you can measure how hard you know an average of how hard the games are, uh, how much the games cost you know of all the ones that we've played over the year so I think as it turns out I mean from my point of view and this is where like you said Pete for me it started I started off with the best of intentions but then like with everything and like going back to when I you know first got introduced to it by Wayne many many years ago it kind of became a competition for me which um, you know I I looking back at it I perhaps Shouldn't have treated it that way, but it, it, it almost, you know, like they all say about tr- achievements or trophies, isn't it? It's almost like a, a sign of your, your electronic penis, isn't it? And so, you know, you want the biggest. Uh, so, and, and that just shows inadequacies in other ways, doesn't it? So, um you know i'm not electronically a, and physically exe- i well, exactly. still have the smallest here now <laughs> that's just made me feel great. but the thing is though tom and this is the thing when we'll get to the, the you know the overall kind of i guess awards whatever you want to call them um talking about the ones that we got it is definitely a case of quality over quantity i think in some ways uh, but, yes yeah definitely. there you go um so that's just i suppose a little bit oh, bit of background on did you want to say something sorry I just, I was just thinking, I, was, I didn't know if Wayne wanted to to, to talk on the other side oh, of the fence or something. Fuck him.
4: Obviously... <laughs> well,
3: it's just simply because... that I, I I really don't care. I, I think actually coming back to the Xbox days where Chris absolutely just wiped the floor with me was when I exactly lost interest. And yeah, now I've gone over, I guess, to the dark side on the Xbox side of things. I'm I'm not competing with any and these days with less time i heard
1: wayne that you've gone exclusively to xbox just because you want to try and catch up with the achievements
3: (laughs) you're only half right um (laughs) but um the thing is these days with not a lot of time i just want to finish some games and i don't i don't really care anymore it's not i get that tingly feeling when one pops up yeah we all yeah. get that feeling though don't we yeah yeah luckily um, still get that feeling but but no i, I wanted to ask actually are, are you guys quite close in trophy level do you have you looked at each other's platinums during the year uh, has that become a thing or not particularly
1: i honestly don't know um i can look at my trophy level if i open up the app uh yes yeah. so i, I yeah. don't think it's very i don't think it's very high i
3: think Pete's quite close to Chris now is that
1: right so that Pete that
3: no you were you you,
0: right? you you achieved your target you hit 100 didn't you earlier on this month yes I did um, um, I I think I'm on about 63 or four I can't remember I'm sure Pete's looking I can see he's looking at his computer screen so maybe he'll get that up um, but I I yeah I'm about 60 uh, basically I, I so looking at my list then um, I got bear with me this isn't good podcasting but uh i'm looking at a spreadsheet hooray uh so i got 51 platinums this year i think my top tar- well my well i put 51 because one of them wasn't a platinum it was 100 uh, percent, which is slightly okay. different so i but i got 51 platinums this year which i mean to be fair my target was 50 um so you know uh, and, and and overall, I think I'm fairly proud of all of the games I've played. I'm not more some not. Uh, the, the, uh, I'm definitely not. But you know, um, shit happens. Um, so, but it, it's a case of you know, a lot of the games because I don't know about what you guys think about like the, the PlayStation Five's been out for 12 months, and so has the Xbox uh, Series X and S. But and I think from a, 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 a well, particularly from a PlayStation point of view, there haven't been a huge number of. Um, exclusive games released this year which has made me and i'm not that's not criticism that's just the way the world that we're living at the minute but at the same time it's given me the opportunity doing this challenge as well to go back to a lot of the games that i played back in the day on the playstation 4 and to actually go back to them and like finish them effectively and do that platinum trophy and so it's given me the opportunity to revisit a lot of older games I, I, i don't know what your thoughts are on that Pete,
2: yeah, that's, that's definitely part of it. It's been, it's actually been a really good opportunity to, like you said, to go back uh, to finish off a bunch of games that, like, you sort of half done, and then you know the inevitability of something new and shiny comes out, and so then you get distracted and start moving on to that game, mm. or, or in some instances, that uh, we'll we'll get to it later, but there's something you know where a game frustrates you. You, you, you get that classic thing of like you you bang your head against a wall for hours, and you can't do it, and you just end up like, you know quitting and playing something else and then you go back to it but then you come back to it with fresh eyes like another day or you know, maybe even a years later down the line you, you, you do it quite quite quickly so yeah, it's good for that and then, and then similarly there's, there's some there's some new stuff in there as well. Yeah,
0: but looking at your list uh, Tom, I mean yours is mainly new yeah. stuff as well isn't it? You know you've played mainly new games, again like you do streaming so you, you tend to I suppose focus more on the newest stuff that comes out Yeah that's what I was going to ask Tom, did it was your list influenced by what you wanted to stream,
2: or vice versa? Was it like, no, I want to do this, so I will play this on the stream?
1: Um, I think with my it, streaming in general, it's on 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 the on my channel is very much focused on what I want to do. So I don't the you'll see like from my list, they're all games like you said, the relatively new because they're the games that I want. I'm focused on playing, and what I find is, unfortunately, because of the 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 small amount of time that I get, I tend to build up a back catalogue of games that I don't, I just can't get to over the year, Um, and then they end up in the back catalogue that I would, which, given the time, I would absolutely love to go back and play. Like you guys have visited um, or revisited, sorry, some games that. I would love to have played like I know Chris went back and did a ghost um, I, I haven't had a chance to do Ghost of Tsushima yet I would love to go back and do that so it's, it's mainly my, mine I'm trying to figure the right answer but mine's mainly driven by, by time and my focus is, is normally on what's what's next rather than because by the time I finish that game inevitably there is a new game to play if that makes sense so it's normally like a stepping stone Process for me in that way. Yeah,
0: I mean, the thing is, people always moan, don't they? So oh, you know, there's not enough games. It's, there's you know, not enough new releases. It's like fuck me. There's millions of games. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's there's so many games that you you will complete never complete them all in a lifetime. So you know, it it's and I think like you said, this has helped to give me a bit of focus and to actually go back to some of the games that i have you know put aside and and perhaps reevaluate them and appreciate them differently, which we'll get to once we, we do our rewards. Now we will put them on the show notes. For people, but very quickly, do you want to run through the games that you've uh, played this year and platinumed, uh, or either got hundred percent on? So I'll go with you, Pete. First, so uh, over to you.
2: Okay, gosh. So uh, in all, or- I guess in order, um, shall I just chill as one free list? Quickly? Yeah, go for it. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion, Bug Snacks, Rainbow Six Siege, Trying for Saints Row Four, We Were Here, Dirt Five, The Pedestrian. Control, Need for Speed Heat, Tabletop Racing, Strange Brigade, My Name is Mayo 2, Anthem, Glass Masquerade, <laughs> Her Majesty Spiffing, Far, Far Cry 3, uh, Batman the Telltale Game, Ratchet and Clank, Maneater, It Takes Two, Dungeons and Bombs, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Karto, Greece, Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, Rune Lord, The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, SteamWorld, Toem, Killing Floor 2, Ghost of Tsushima, Omno Hoa, Forgotten City, Minecraft, Titanfall 2, We Were Here to Spider-Man Miles Morales, Tales of Violence, and finally,
0: God of War. There you go. Awesome. Uh, uh, Wayne, do you want to do an average score in terms of difficulty based on those?
3: So, average in terms of difficulty. Now, I got this information from playstationtrophies.org and where I couldn't find the game, I then just did a quick Google and picked the first one. Um, But... um, Pete's difficulty was an average of 2.85 out of 10. Wow. He um, His highest um, difficulty was Rainbow Six Siege with six. But had he already got that on the PS4 and just um, literally loaded up the PS5 game to get that
0: one? <laughs> I can see him hiding. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of the camera. <laughs> inside yes, of, I did.
1: Insider knowledge. <laughs>
4: Oh, Wayne, I
3: love
1: yeah. you. <laughs>
4: um, and the
3: other one was the wow. six as well. Um, in terms of the price of those games, now I tried not to include PlayStation Plus titles, and that was basically I've been a PlayStation Plus member since the beginning. So anything my account that I'd got, generally I... Th- took as PlayStation Plus, and there was a couple of PlayStation Now titles, I think the Olympic Games was one of them, Pete, um, but the average price would be £25.93, and he had one game that was worth um, a pound or less, uh, <laughs> which was My Name is Mayo Two. Two, yeah. um, but he also had six games that had the difficulty of one.
1: Out of 10. Oh! Oh! oh. Wow, this is like shaming.
0: It this is, it is. It is. Uh, Tom, we'll go with you next.
1: Oh, okay, let me just get my spreadsheets. Right, so I'm going to talk slower because I've only got like 10 <laughs> compared to Pete. But uh, mine was, uh, like I said, because of the PS5 kicking it off Astro's Playroom, Bug Snacks, Sackboy, It Takes Two. Uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, uh, Returnal, Bloodborne, Far Cry 6, and Ratchet & Clank. Which is nine, by one.
3: the way. Which is nine.
1: Oh, is it nine? On my oh, I'm not very good at reading the spreadsheet. <laughs> yes, because... <laughs> yes, because the first column on a spreadsheet is where all the, the titles go. I-,
3: I wanted to ask, it's why nice. have you got Demon Souls and Death Door
1: on the list, but not... Because they are currently... Them. They are um, they are currently being played. So I run a I a, a run a, um, I run a series called Soulmates uh, with two good friends of mine, um, Will and Jonathan, and we basically started this year playing through Souls uh, Souls type games to get the Platinums, um all together on them. So we started. We got we got the Bloodborne one, and then we're going to move on to Demon Souls, which we're currently Sort of halfway through, and then we're going to move on to Elden Ring, and then the other one is Death's Door, which I'm currently playing. Which at the time of recording this, I had 20 out of 25 trophies, and I'm just about to do the secret ending, but I didn't have time to squeeze it in. Ugh. So it would have been it would have been double figures had well, I had a, had, a, had a bit more time. Well, you've got a week left of the year, I guess. So. I have, I have, but I don't, I don't know how much time I'll get to. Um, to get on it but I will try and get Death Store done by the end of the year by the end of the year
0: but there you go like I said quality over quantity but we'll come to the individual awards shortly uh, and I've also oh. just sorry just to inter- interrupt Wayne he, uh, uh, you know he said oh, oh he's not going to be drinking that much because he's working tomorrow I've just seen him take a swig at the bottle um <laughs> just- Jeez, <bro. laughs> <laughs> uh anyway so on my list i will run through these so uh, just oh, averages oh throws, oh sorry averages, Shit. yes stats. keep me on track wayne go for it
3: um so um tom has an average price of 56 pound 43 Ooh. with his nine i hope my wife doesn't listen to <laughs> this <laughs> and an um, average difficulty of four out of ten which is the highest of the three hmm
0: Yes. What was the highest difficulty inter- for, for for Tom's games? Um, it was the
3: highest game of the lot, which is Returnal with 8.
0: There you go. Awesome. Well done. There you go awesome okay so in order of completion uh so starting uh, at the beginning of the year so here we go so uh there's a few psvr games on there as well um so we'll start off with moss the order 1886 batman arkham vr the last of us part 2 far cry 4 overcooked all you can eat saints row 4 re-elected horizon zero dawn Manita, strange brigade the deadly terror of monsters call of duty modern warfare dirt 5 bug snacks my name is mayo My name is Mayo 2, Infamous Second Son, Slide, Creed, Rise to Glory, Infamous First Light, Uncharted The Lost Legacy, Far Cry New Dawn, Suicide Guy, Suicide Guy, Sleeping Deeply, Chickens on the Road, Storm Boy, The Bunker, Super Destronaut DX, Foxyland, Road Bustle, Full Blast, Snake Boat, Otterric- Otterific Arcade, Little Nightmares 2, It Takes Two, Wreckfest, Ratchet and Clank, Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart, Jack and Jill DX, Midnight Deluxe, uh, 36 Fragments of Midnight, Birthday of Midnight, Destroy All Humans, Bioshock Remastered, Batman Return to Arkham, Ghosts of Tsushima, Wolfenstein the New Order, Burly Men at Sea, not a gay <laughs> porn uh, game, honestly. Um, moving Out, Mr. Masaji, what the fuck? Is that a gay porn game? <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> a, that's a kind of weird rapey game. Um, Brotherhood United, <laughs> Titanfall 2, and Guy Noog. Which uh, is an old Mega Drive game. But there you go. So those were my games that I completed, platinumed uh, over this last 12 months. Do you want to do the averages then, Wayne?
3: I do. Um, so an average price of £21.79, which just is a little bit less than Pete. Um, but then an average difficulty of 2.44, which is the lowest out of the three of you. Um, there the highest game difficulty was bioshock remastered and Titanfall with sixes and um you played six games that were worth a pound or less and
1: i think we can all guess which ones those were out of that list
3: (laughs) i really want to know what chickens on the road is (laughs) i'll tell you you a bit (laughs) and um Yes, uh, 12 games with a difficulty of 1 out of 10. (sighs) Oh dear. Out of the 51.
0: Oh, there you go. So, well, I mean, you can clearly tell. I think from listening to that list of where I kind of went off the rails a little bit. Um, uh, but uh, anyway, no,
3: I actually like the way you pulled it back at the end, so you still look respectable.
0: That well, exactly. That was it. I think that's kind of like the point where I just realised there's an arc.
1: There's an arc to his story. Yeah, for his, exactly. For
0: year. <laughs> I, I like that, Tom. Thank you. Um, no, I did put in the chat in uh, Skype, so if you can click on it, I did put a little poll out earlier on, I just thought i would do it just to uh, see what people came back with, because I don't know whether the general consensus, I mean, obviously, it's not a huge, um, massive amount of responses, but I mean, I thought, well, are achievements or trophies still important to people? Do people still, uh, you know, like them? Uh, Do people use them? Clearly, there are thousands, maybe even millions of people that you know, still do achievements and trophies. Uh, but just a very, very quick Twitter poll. I put, do you still find trophies or stroke achievements important when you play video games? Uh, we had 84 votes. Uh, 35.7 people, uh, or percent, I should say, said yes, and 64.3 said no. So, and then we had some responses as well. So should we take them in order? Um, Wayne, do you want to take the yep. first
3: one? Yes. Yeah, so, um Gav, at Postman Gav, says never have really, although I've played a couple of easy 1K games in the past.
0: Uh, Tom, do you
1: want to take the next one? Uh, where am I reading here? Gothic Vamp 1888 says, I'm an Xbox user and I don't get the perk system. I understand we earn perks to use, but the crap that is there to use perks on is just shit. Oh, I should have, re-read. I should have read this first before I've read this out. There's nothing for actual games I play there needs to be a more varied rewards to perks. See, this might be something that Wayne can touch on because, I, uh, not being an Xbox user, it really does it, it interests me. This whole the perk system for basically cashing in your achievements for stuff, but I have no idea what you can get with them.
3: Yeah, sure. So um, um, Microsoft Rewards, is it called, give you points, and it might be uh, anything from ten uh, points to a few thousand. And um, achievements are included in that. And you build up points over time. And about 29,000 points is worth about 25 quid in Xbox credit. Um, So it it really does kind of focus you. But again, it it actually, and and that's where where I have gone bad. It focuses you to make Microsoft Edge your uh, web browser. And to do daily quizzes on... An internet browser, then, in order to t- earn yourself ten points to put towards that. But then, I suppose you are getting something at the end of
0: it. So it's kind of like achievements, but without playing games. I suppose it's is it sort of
3: yeah a like in that? little way. Sometimes you just have to click on a game to press play, and you will get the ten points sort of thing. If um, if there okay. are there
0: achievements for looking at porn sites, or is that? no, Oh, unfortunately was... oh god, <laughs> I'd be earning so much money uh, it'd be ridiculous <laughs> he would have overtaken you Chris that, say, it?
3: it's not just um, Xbox credit though you can cash it in for you can cash it in for John Lewis vouchers for currys vouchers for just enters in competitions to win like a Battlefield Xbox and stuff like that it's, uh, it, it is kind so, of yeah, it's, it's it's the next it's, level it's,
1: yeah. F- yeah. For, for something that you're not really getting not not for free but you are getting something for free really from just doing what you would do anyway kind of thing
0: yes sounds good there you go
1: um
0: so i I know that so um playstation did something or tried to do something similar uh recently didn't they pete where it was like you know if i think that was more like wallpapers or uh things like that it's
2: yeah i mean yeah, yeah we don't yeah, there's nothing on PlayStation says that is the equivalent of xbox Warriors. that that certainly ties back to a um you know a real life reward that yeah the, the, recently which is it was playstation did a thing where it's like it was more tied to like an event where it's just like if yeah you, you earning trophies earned earn to like an overall global score and if you if you participated in it and and earned trophies you yeah you got some wallpapers and um desktops and avatars and things like that some you know you know, some pretty cosmetic stuff, but nothing, nothing certainly, t- t- as good as the Xbox Wall program now.
0: Mm, no monetary value of anything or anything like that. No, no. no. This is just Microsoft, isn't it? Just spunking money up the wall, just, just, <laughs> just throw money at everything, see what happens.
1: Um Not mentioning game Pass. Just uh, a little side note, but I just started watching that Xbox documentary that they done on. Uh, it's on YouTube. Looking at the history of Xbox, uh, really worth watching. It's really interesting so far. I'm mean, only two episodes in but yeah just as a little side note to anyone that hasn't heard of it or seen it
3: i've watched all six and i couldn't believe they got don matrix still to talk about the uh the half fiasco of the xbox one launch
1: yeah it's incredible really
0: really insightful Mm, i've checked that one out awesome um Okay, so uh, I'll go next then. I'll go with Sean. Sean uh he says, kind of, I mean, I couldn't care less about cumulative game score and all that, but taking time to pop them off in a game can add to the fun, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Uh, Pete, do you want to take the next one?
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, John Cranston, A Pursuit of Loot. Uh, no, when I play a game for the first time, but yes, when I replay it in the future. Uh, next, um,
0: Wayne, do you want to take Rampage? Yes,
3: at Rampage 198 there should be a yes question mark option because it varies from day to day for me.
0: I think that's going back to what Pete said earlier on about, you know, you don't have to play every game to platinum it. You can just choose what you want to do, which is fair enough. Uh, Tom, do you want to take the next one, which I think might be Average
1: Joe? Uh, Average Joe, uh, not really. Fun little bonus, but I don't go out of my way to get them. And last but not least,
0: uh, Pete, you can do this one. Uh, Duck Avenger. Uh, yeah, Duck. Hang on. Sorry, my
2: things are out of order. Oh, yes, Duck Avenger. Duck Rogers, twenty-four. Not so much. I just hate when when they turn them off without
1: warning. I don't
2: need I do have one other response. Sorry, yeah. I don't know
1: if it's not gloss. I think. Uh, I think Chris might have glossed over that on purpose. Pete. Did I?
0: I don't know. It's the
1: tweet that I'm seeing.
0: Uh, go on. Uh,
2: so f- uh, from from my so Pad- from Paddy who's. Um, at Paddy Stardust, who's a friend of mine who's formerly of the Twin Humanities podcast. Um, it's, it's hilarious because his story e- um, echoes yours, Chris, to, to a T. So Paddy said, I used to, but then I got the platinum for Hannah Montana the movie, the game, and it took like a good look hard in the mirror, a good hard look in the mirror. Now, this is a cheeky 100% thing to go for if I really
1: like a game. Awesome. Well done, Paddy. <laughs> Um, I just can't believe so many people have played Hannah Montana. It, it's, it's fascinating, it? that
2: Hannah Montana is the breaking point for so many people. They're like, hang on, yeah, what have
0: I done? I think, you know, I suppose looking at games like today, it'd be like fucking Pepper Pig or something like that. Do you know what I mean? And But then, you know, you can, oh, I'm doing it with the kids. You know, are I mean? <laughs> oh, you bollocks? No, you're not. Um, but still, there you go cool i didn't see that one it didn't pop on my screen but there you are so right then here we go so let's start with the awards let's just have a quick break and then we'll be back in a second so here's some music bye bye <laughs> And we're back. Right, so now we're going to get into the, the meat of it, I guess. Uh, we're going to be talking about... We've set some awards. Now, I have to say that um, Pete set these awards up. Uh, uh, whoop, up and um, I some of them I was a bit baffled with. I have to say, they were a little bit cryptic, or they were for my puny brain. Um, so I hope I've done it right for you, Pete. I'm, uh, I did my best. Uh, so... How are we going to do this then? <laughs> You've just asked me that question um, and I'm not entirely certain, but let's just go with it. So the awards then, let's start with the beginning then. So the first one then is Hardest Game. And the description you put in there, Pete, do you want to read it out?
2: Yes, I was just saying that um, you can have a game that's hard because can will have an easy platinum. So what I mean by that is that the plan could be something simple like just just finish the game. There's no extra... Collectibles no no we we'll be playing the game again but the game itself can still be hard to complete cool
1: uh, is it is it worth pointing out chris that these are awards are based on the games that we played and there are personal picks of uh, out of the games that we played
0: yes so Yep, yep. Thank That's a really good point, Tom. Well done. Um, I'm glad there's somebody sensible and not drinking on the podcast. Um, (laughs) So, yes, that is absolutely right. So, out of all of the games that we played, um, we had to pick which ones we thought were deserving of the specific award that um, Pete came up with. So... I just went with the the short title, which is the hardest game that we played. So then we're going to do the... um, I suppose what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about the game and then we're going to let Wayne decide which is the winner. Um, So we picked a couple of games for... Recognition, so we've got a winner and then a runner up, you know. So, I suppose that's the honourable mention. But at the main focus is, is what game from the games that we played was the winner that we thought is deserving of the award. So, uh, Tom, I'll let you go first. What was the hardest game you played this year that you platinumed?
1: Uh, the hardest game I would say was Returnal, um, for me that so I got the platinum on out of my list. Um, during my reasons why, Chris, sorry, yeah, yeah, go for it, yeah, yeah, um, just really it was it's going to sound really weird because it wasn't it wasn't the hardest game I've ever played but it was out of the list that I had the hardest game Um, it was just the learning curve of some of the bosses there was the the actual the, the getting to the bosses wasn't too bad but I found that like two or three of the bosses were just really difficult and had me pounding my head trying to figure out how to how to get them and then there were moments where we just click and then once it clicked you kind of like most games you realised what they're looking for you to do um and then, it, and then it became doable but yeah that was definitely the the most um the hardest sort of Game wise, would be Returnal just purely because of its bosses.
0: What What are your thoughts on Returnal? Because it came out, and I mean, I've only played it for a couple of hours, and from what I played, I really enjoyed it. It's had a few patches since it, its original release because the whole thing of the game is that it's um, it's it's a, it's a roguelike like got you know, and when you die, you lose your stuff to a certain degree, and uh, you know if you. I think, if I remember rightly, I'm Pete and Tommy, I'm sure you can correct me, but at the time, if you turned your, computer, your your PlayStation off, you've lost your progress and you have to start all over again. There's no saves, there's no checkpoints as such. It's kind of like, you know, you, you do it as a run. So, but what what are your thoughts on, Ernie? Is it a
1: little bit buggy to start off with? Is that fair to
0: say? Did you have any problems with bugs? I know I my game
1: crashed once or twice. For from, from me, yeah. Um, pers- personally, I didn't have any issues at all. Um, I found it really bizarre one of the most one of, one of the one of the most bizarre um, reviewed games for a while it was one of those where what I was experiencing didn't seem to marry up with any of the reviews or things that other people were saying um, with, with regards to uh, yes the boss is being difficult but the overall structure of the game being difficult, I didn't find I I never spent more than two, two and a half hours per run, Um, and it is a roguelike, but it never, it never stopped you from getting to the the, the checkpoints as such, there are checkpoints, so the game is essentially broken down into biomes, but each biome is then split in half, because if you get to a certain point, it opens up a shortcut that cuts that biome in half. and everything is, is skippable. You can run past things um, if you don't want to fight them. There are some locked rooms that you can't, you have to beat them to get on, to move on. Uh, but you, you don't, uh, it, was, it was one of those where I was like, I don't think people are really underst- haven't put the time in with it to understand how it works, the mechanics of it. Um, but, and, and, I, and that's not a dig at um, people who are picking it up and playing it, but more so like the, re- the reviews the messaging that was going out there about it because you had extra lives in it that people didn't know about when you talked to them on Twitter and then all of a sudden you actually explained to them no, no, no if you get this item and this item and this stays unlocked and this it, you, you can if you follow these certain doors that sticks to your linear path whereas if you go through these doors then that's all side mission stuff you don't need to do that then people were like oh, okay I didn't I didn't get that but the messaging I think the messaging was very odd mm from Reviews for me personally,
0: yeah. I think uh, as well, it's one of those games a bit like Dark Souls that you know, there's some things that th- they just don't explain, particularly, and it's there for you as the player to discover, which I think is cool. But then, like you said, some people, well, they're just a bit fucking lazy, aren't they? <laughs> and they just perhaps don't put that time and effort in. Um, game, so,
3: so I didn't get through the first bite. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, I, fuck, yeah. Lazy. I was kind of... <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was going to say, like, so I haven't played Returnal to start with, um, but from what I've read, it, t- I, think, I think Tom's giving, not giving himself enough credit. Like, it's very skill based. So I think, Chris, you were saying using Dark Souls. Dark Souls as an RPG has a certain element of you can just, you can just brute force something, you can over level for something, and you'll just be stronger than it. Returnal doesn't really have that, as far as, you know, Tom, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's no leveling. It's just you well, just gun- have to be better.
1: <laughs> the guns do level so so the the guns yeah you do have to have a level of skill but i guess that's the same with dev- any game that we will play but the um the guns do level and they stay leveled so the more you use them even if you don't even if you don't succeed the the guns will then unlock new functions which make them more powerful so then you when you pick up that gun it, you can either stick with one or switch between guns and Eventually, I mean, I, I eventually found one gun that I just loved, so I stuck with it, and it worked all the way through. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, but yeah, I do understand what you mean about like, the leveling up system. But then, in the same sense, the bosses, the enemies, don't get harder. So once you know how to defeat an enemy, it, nothing changes in that respect. So you, you, you can't. It's easy to not easy. It's, it's, it's manageable. You can figure it out. Um, it's just whether you're willing to figure out what works best. So, like the first biome, you can one hit the dogs with the when you've got the laser sword. So then you know that. Like I started just dashing, laser sword, dash, laser sword, just knock them back. And then it becomes, but you have to take the time to figure that out. Also, it's worth saying that game story is 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 incredible. If it's it's given to you in a very a different way to anything that I've experienced in a long time but it was one where it was the probably the only game this year I'm trying to think now where my jaw was open at points where I was like oh my god I didn't see that coming and the and oh, I got the secret ending at the end um, and the, the power of it you kind of walk away or I did anyway walking away from it with not fully understanding the ending but allowing you to it almost allows you to decide what you think's going on gives you more of like this is what's this is what's happened but it doesn't tell you exactly what the answer is you can kind of draw your own conclusions I don't want to spoil games for anybody so I'm not going to say what happens but yeah it was most probably one of the most impactful games for me this year I really enjoyed it
0: awesome I'm looking forward to trying it like I said i played a couple of hours of it and enjoyed it I mean it's house mark isn't it so they make some really awesome uh twitchy arcade shooters so they did Resigun yeah Resigun. yeah Resigun there was was it Deus Machina or Ex Machina um, there was another one which uh, didn't get a lot of love at the time I don't think but uh, you know they've been bought up by Sony I think now haven't they so it's uh, yes. you know they're they're uh, interesting to see what they do in the future um, Pete over to you what what was the hardest game that you played that you managed to platinum this year
2: uh, so my uh, my honourable mention was God of War um, it's interesting God of War because God of War has different difficulty settings and they don't affect the, the, the obtaining the trophy so you, if you want you can play them all on the on the easy difficulty. Uh, I played through all through on normal, um, I didn't play through like I said I didn't play through on the hard difficulty or anything like that, um, I played for on normal. I found it fairly manageable like I actually struggled to combat initially just because it's just, it's just very different. Intentionally, it's very different to the previous God of War games. Um, it's not, you know, it's much much closer up, and, you, and obviously you start off uh, with the Leviathan accent. Obviously, the, the the feel and sense of the combat is, is completely different to what i have been used to. Um, but yeah, definitely got into it uh, by the end, and then to those who have like tried to try to look at the God of God War, like the 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 hardest the hardest boss in the game is the. The final Valkyrie Queen, which, um, I for how much I it had been hyped up, like, oh, she's she's like really difficult, she's like one of the most difficult bosses in any game. Uh, it was it was hard, but I did imagine I did anything at four attempts in the end, and again, on on a merely on normal difficulty, like I said. Uh, and it wasn't, yeah, it was it was manageable. Uh, so my actual winner was uh, Titanfall 2, and Chris, you will probably hint know why. Um, 40 is quite famous for having a particularly hard trophy uh, for completing the gauntlet in um, to, to get this, this, the I can't remember what time it was. Chris, it's like to get at top of the leaderboard. Can you remember what time it was? Oh
0: god, no! I should know. It should like, be fucking ingrained uh, like in my 30, brain.
2: But it was like thirty seconds or something yeah. crazy like that, yeah. wasn't it? Um, so, and this is
0: I
1: one didn't... I hinted at earlier. Was 1, one
0: twenty-five uh, or one thirty or something like? Yeah, it was
2: something yeah. something anyway. like that.
1: I was um, just trying to see if it's in our... Um, you sent a photo of it, didn't you? But I can't see it for some reason. Um, so, like, the gauntlet is the opening
2: tutorial section where you just have to... Fin- I think you just have to finish it to pass on. And it lets you play on the rest of the game. But like I said, there's a there's a in-game leaderboard. So it's not, like, set by other players. Um, But, yeah, you have to beat that score. So I actually did that years ago. I did it, like, f- something like four years ago when it first, the game first came out it took me three hours of like really banging my head against the wall trying and it's just it is really hard and by the end of it because I spent so long doing that I was really this is one I said I was really burnt out and I was like you know what I'm not I'm just going to drop it I'm going to go back to, I'm going to play something else I need to like stop playing this and then like you said Chris in the spirit of like going back to to games that we we'd nearly done that was definitely on the list um so all I had to do was finish the game on the hardest difficulty setting which is tricky it's Again, it's not up there with some of the hardest, like, say, Call of Duty's you've had. But it, there were definitely times when I was getting frustrated where, no, you know, I'd try and stealth my way through, it wouldn't work. I'd try and force my way through, it wouldn't work. I'd try and parkour my way through, it wouldn't work. And yeah, um, so yeah, that was my overall winner for for hardest game I played out of Dag Platinum this
0: year. Cool, yeah. So Titanfall 2, I'll talk about that a bit later on. But the time to beat um, is. Uh... 33.65, so 33 seconds 0.65 so you have to go through this run uh which is like it's, a, it's an assault course isn't it essentially you know you have to kill enemies as well as the static enemies but you have to go through this using the all of the methods within the game such as wall running sliding jumping you know and yeah i'll talk about titanfall in a bit so my hardest game that i finished got the platinum on was bioshock remastered which i mean bioshock needs no introduction really i think we've all played it and um you know finished it and you know it is an awesome game still to this day it's an incredible game uh uh, you know the remaster whether it adds a massive amount in terms of graphics i can't say particularly i think it runs in 60 frames now which show is nice but um the, the thing with Bioshock was... I mean, when I first played that on the 360, the Xbox 360, I played it on normal difficulty. So, and, and for anybody who hasn't played the game, it's it's an FPS, first-person shooter. However, you also have um, powers. So you can turn things into ice, you can set things on fire, you can electrocute things, you can set traps, you can, uh, you know, you can do loads of things. They're called plasmids, and you can do loads of things with them to, uh, you know... Use your advantage. Some of them you need to, to, you know, for the game. So, like, you know, if there's a door that's covered in ice, you have to set it on fire. Um, so introduce these things. But also, there are weapons. So you've got pistols, you've got machine guns, you've got rocket launchers. You know, so you can kind of it tailors the game to how you ever you want to play it. And when I first played Bioshock, I played it on normal difficulty and just played it as a shooter using the plasmids as and when I felt like it. I didn't really, you know, use them that often if i'm being honest with you however the the platinum on uh on remastered is to play on the hardest difficulty and complete the game and that effectively changes the game you know it becomes uh a totally different game for me where you have to use stealth and you have to use the plasmids and you can't use it as a first person shooter because even the most basic enemies will just fuck you up Pretty much, you know, so it's a case of having to plan your attacks. Now, on top of that, there are these things, these creatures called big daddies, which uh, protect these little girls, little sisters, which need uh, to be uh, either saved or harvested. Bless you. Um, And um, they, they, so they need to either be saved or harvested. Uh, But the big daddies are effectively like tanks. So playing against a big daddy and fighting big daddy on normal difficulty, is a huge difference to playing it on the hardest difficulty, because they will fuck you up in one shot, pretty much. Um, so, you know, it's a case of planning your attack, and there's no auto-saves in that game particularly that You have to manually save the game, so that's another thing you have to be considerate of, you know. Um, so, to me, it just completely changed the game, and that's why I... I kind of fell in love with it all over again because of you know it not only was the story still really good and the atmosphere and the tone of it, but it was actually also playing through it on that difficulty just kind of gave me a totally different appreciation of of the game um and i played it in a t- totally different way so it kind of it was the same game but playing it in a different way so that's for me was why i put it on my list honorable mention was moss which is a psvr game um which the, the platinum for that was playing through the game and not dying but you can cheat it uh, so if you did actually happen to die then you can shut off the console or, or close the game down before it affected your playthrough so kind of a bit of a spammy cheese fest um and it, it's not a massive game anyway i think it's only maybe two or three hours long but um playing through it on on you know with no deaths um was a an interesting experience but there you go that was mine so over to you wayne we've we've given our um our game we put our games forward so what would you say should be the winner who should win this so just, this, tro- this to- trophy? Second.
3: So, averages wise, Titanfall Two and Bioshock we must get six. Um, Returnal gets an eight. Um, Titanfall Two I haven't particularly played. I've um, I've heard you guys talk about it, but I find what's quite weird is Pete's actually got it for the next category as well, um, which we'll come to in a bit. But Bioshock Remastered, whilst I agree with Chris that it ha- does change the game playing on the hardest difficulty, I've actually completed a lot of that game myself. And I've got lesser skill, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have to award the trophy to Tom, because I yes! think Returnal yes! is yes! the hardest game yes! on here. I myself I played it for four nights and didn't get through the first biome. I'll put it to you that.
4: Over and over, I relive my first moments on this alien planet. The crash. The attack. My death. The crash. The attack. My death. Trapped in this endless cycle.
5: Is no escape. Each time I awake, this planet seems somehow different, as if changing.
0: This world is becoming part of me, infecting my mind,
5: my memories. The longer I spend here, The more I can feel my sanity slip away. But I cannot lose hope.
4: My only choice is to keep fighting.
5: To keep looking for answers.
0: My only hope is to break the cycle. Cycle breaks me. Well there you go. So well done, Tom.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys
0: um that's my one
1: and only winner tonight i'm sure yeah. i'm
0: sure it won't be your one and only win um if they actually yeah it's just jumping at well there is an award for cheesy it should be an award for cheesiest bastard i think i'd win that but so we'll come to that uh so there you go next one then so we're sticking with the hardest sort of like uh category so hardest platinum so pete do you want to explain about this one
2: yeah so so the sort of opposite of what i just said you can have a game that's actually remarkably easy to finish but you can have but you can be a remarkably hard platinum and make. can have something ridiculous like find hundreds of hundreds of these collectibles that aren't marked on the map or uh create, or like Chris said complete a game without dying which like a game might be easy to complete but to, to do that without dying or to like never get hit or something ludicrous like that uh so in that sense uh my run up was minecraft this is an interesting one like so I'm sure there's people out there who are big fans of Minecraft it's been you know it's it's a well-known institution it's been going for so long I was mostly playing Minecraft with my friends I don't get Minecraft it, this is me this is like a, a, a foible of my own it's like I need structure I need the idea of to do something there are so many times I was playing with friends they're like oh we're gonna go build a castle you should go build something I was like well what I didn't I didn't get it I didn't understand what I was meant to be doing so I just ended up helping them with whatever they were building um, the reason I put for hardest platinum, is that there's just stuff, it's because the worlds are randomly generated, there's just stuff that you can just never see. it's um There's a trophy for befriending an ocelot, and I was talking to my friends about it. And they were like, oh yeah, you need like a jungle world or jungle aerial, whatever they call it, biome. And like, we I think we started like three or four worlds, and we just never saw one. And it's just like, things like that just kind of frustrated me. I was like, this is it's kind of down to, to luck. Like random yeah there's no there's nothing there's nothing much i could do about it uh and in, in all honesty i actually ended like i did a lot of them legitimately there's also ones for like so again minecraft fans will know what i'm talking about like going to the end and killing the ender dragon i i, I spoke to my friend and they just laughed and they were like yeah you're not doing that uh so i ended up actually like i ended up che- like much like chris going cheesing it going to like um a special server world that's designed to help you get the trophy so like You'll go to a cage and then there's an ocelot in that cage so therefore you can defend it really easily because it's right there in front of you. Um, there, there'll be a portal to the end there so you can just instantly take it and kill the dragon yourself. There's no you know worrying about getting all the materials to build it. Um, but I'm just saying like just the idea of trying to do that naturally would just take I just feel like that would have taken absolutely ages. Uh, and then so as Wayne hinted my overall win was Titanfall 2 and kind of for the reasons we discussed earlier the the gauntlet trophy is just it's really quite infamous um amongst trophy hunters because of like relatively speaking the rest of the trophies in Temple 2 aren't that difficult like i said playing again on hard difficulty it's it's tricky but it's not too bad this one is a genuine like i i still know people who can't do it they've just and and similarly like we were talking before there is there is nothing you can do about it um, in terms of like you can't really cheese it you can't level up and get better you just have to learn how to do it you i think again i'll let chris talk to a bit more but like even watching videos of how people do it you've then got to go and do it and it's not as simple as just like oh yeah like shoot this person it's it's very it's like jump here jump here throw grenade shoot this person jump don't miss this jump make sure you get this person run here don't fall down slide under this jump again it's 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 really hard. I can't stress how hard it really was to do.
0: Yeah, I'll, so I'll jump in now. So I'll, I'll so my runner-up was Batman: Return to Arkham, which was again a pleasure to go back and play. But those games, Bioshock and Batman: uh, Arkham Asylum, came out the same year. You know, which I think they came at the same. Year. Anyway, they're both amazing games. Still stand up today. You know, as, as really awesome games. But doing the platinum on it, so there are challenge rooms because I would have got most of the trophies or the achievements back in the day when I played it on the 360 but I just completely didn't bother with the tro- the uh, challenge rooms which progressively get harder so you know that and that you there are different moves within the batman combat which you know again is very rhythm based and very twitch based but and you have to build up your bonuses as you go along so it's not a case of just spamming things you have to learn the combat you have to learn how to play which i think is what you know that's what i was saying about trophies you know if you can get the the platinum or the the highest number of achievements on it it's it it is actually a proper achievement because you've actually learned to do something which the gamers sorry the, the developers actually intended for you to to learn rather than just kind of cheesing uh, the combat and stuff uh, on the easier difficulties. But yeah, Titanfall 2 for me, it is... So it's Respawn who developed that game and also um, the Call of Duty games, early ones, Call of Duty 4. Very similar trophy that um, I got or achievement i got back in the day for call of duty 4 which is the mile high club on veteran which is uh going through a level which i think you know you, you've got to do it in a minute and a half uh it's set on a plane and there are terrorists there it's a very very short level like i said you've got to do it in a minute and a half i think it ended up taking me about four days to do um, so this is very much the same it's a 30 second you have to be at a time of 32 seconds and and like Pete's just said, you know, watching videos and thinking, right, okay, I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll do that. It's a strategy, I'll learn how to do this. But it's still learning to do things whilst under pressure. And that's the thing. You can watch all, all the videos and they'll slow them down. And, you know, it's sort of like, okay, we'll do this at this point, we'll do that at that point. But you've still got to go out and actually do it. And it's one of those where you, you start off initially and it's like your time's a minute. And you think there's no fucking way I'm gonna do this, and then slowly and slowly and slowly but surely, you actually see your time creeping down to like 55 seconds, 50 seconds, you know, 45 seconds, 40 seconds, and then it's like 30, let's say 38 seconds. Fuck me, I'm never gonna get this fucking trophy, you know. And it's just like, how much quicker can I do this? But then, and and it, you know, and I think it is one of those i mean Titanfall. generally you know i don't think i've ever played a game where i've actually lurched out of my seat whilst i've been playing it because of the jumping mechanic and because of the wall running you know it actually physically makes me move i don't know about you um pete when you played it but there's a sort of there's a thing about that game with the inertia and everything of the way that you move in the game but when you do those kind of like i kind of class them as matrix leaps you know when you're like you know you kind of get up almost like you know um but when you finally do it and i think it for me it was about four nights of trying um and just progressively getting better and better at it although it didn't seem it at the time you kind of look back and you think yeah i can know you can it's but the thing is it's like anything in life it's small incremental small gains but those are the ones that matter and it's that that's those fine margins of actually Making a jump and slightly mistiming it that kind of uh, screw you up. So, from my point of view, yeah, it's, it's one of the most everything I've done this year, trophy wise, it's Titanfall 2, just beating that bastard level, the sense of elation, and then the, the sense of I'm deleting that fucker. <laughs> I'm, ne- <laughs> I'm never playing that game ever again, as great as it is. And I think Titanfall 2 is a cracking game, but I'm just, I'm, I don't want to see that game ever again. So, so. anyway, Tom, over to you.
1: Yeah, i'm going to carry on a uh, similar similar vein here um but and bear with me because it's not going to sound like it at the start but my hardest um, platinum was Sackboy: boy a big adventure um, and like pete was saying in the description an easy game can still have a hard platinum this game is, is fantastic it's it's fun to play the music's incredible really enjoyable platformer but as you're going through the game there's this little like teapot to the side of each world and within that teapot there's what's called I think it's the knitted knitted night trials. Now these are like little time trials uh, that are challenges that you have to do to unlock the next one, to unlock the next one, to unlock the next one, to unlock the next one. And I can't remember exactly how many, but I think there's roughly about 50, 10, between 10 and 15 of these trials. And, it's, and life is great, everything is great, until you realize that there's a trophy and it's something like, it's called something like the, the, the Golden Knight or something like that. And basically what happens is at the end, you have to do a time trial run, which knits together all of the time trials you've done before in one go. So you then go from struggling to do these individual ones to having to do the whole thing within ten minutes, and there's a little t- there's a little countdown clock at the top that ticks over to keep that pressure going, and you can pick up these little clocks that knock the time down to give you bonus time, but they're pickups that you've got to like risk in, and you can't tell what's coming next, so it, it, it's one of those where you are literally learning on the fly as you go um and i have never felt more pressured to do (laughs) a trophy in my life than that it was just one of those like you said chris like days and days and it was on it would be on my mind and i'd think i'm never going to get to the end of this and i'd do another run and then i'd get to a bit that i couldn't get past and then something would click and i'd get a little bit further but then as soon as you you're dead you're right there's no checkpoints there's no uh, there's no checkpoints there's no like second chances if you if you're dead you're back to the start and you're doing it all over again and the the way i felt when i got that trophy and pinged that platinum was the way i felt when i finished um sekiro that same same thing that you said like oh my god it's done i can't believe it i would never ever want to do this again but <laughs> what an amazing what an amazing feeling that I'm feeling right now. So, yeah, that's why uh, Sackboy A Big Adventure is one of my hardest platinum of the year.
0: Awesome. Over to you, Wayne. So,
3: Tom, I actually watched you play some of Sackboy on your stream. and you. Thank you, Wayne. You, but, you know, you're welcome. But you forgot to mention that you were doing it in co-op.
1: The main game I did, but the time trial run... I did not, because Mark was being a hindrance, basically. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was pulling you through, to be honest with you. His words, words, not mine. He said, I think I'm holding you back. I, I like, so I like it. it's so like. I like
0: how Wayne thinks he's. Fucking, I love, I love you, Mark. I love you. Mark. I like how Wayne thinks he's fucking Columbo. He's,
1: he's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's trying well, to catch you all. Catch so, you all. Obviously, didn't watch enough streams, I, did you, Wayne?
3: <laughs> I have to give it to Titanfall Two. BT seven two seven four.
5: Your data recorder says your original pilot was killed in action.
4: Correct. My original pilot was KIA. I am now linked to Rifleman Jack Cooper.
5: Who authorized this?
4: We had no other options. What are your
5: protocols?
4: Protocol 1. Link to pilot. Protocol 2. Uphold the mission. Protocol 3. Protect the pilot.
3: going to give this to pete because of the fact that as you both mentioned on the gauntlet run it took in pete's word three hours and it took chris days so I'm giving that one to Pete.
0: That's fair. <laughs> I am older. I've got slightly sl- slower reaction times than Pete, I guess. And Pete is actually generally really good at video games. So uh, yeah, he is. He's He'd very damn good. him. Uh, okay, next then. So we've got worst game. Pete, over to you. Uh, yeah, this is very straightforward. It's like
2: it's a game we finished. We played them this year, but ultimately it just wasn't very good. We wouldn't recommend it. Yes, we've done it. We may be ashamed of it, but it is what it is. Uh, uh, do you want so, to carry on? Yeah, oh, sorry, I'll carry on. Uh, so myself, uh, my runner was Rune Lord, which is probably the one most people have not heard of. It's, a, it's basically it's a match puzzler. puzzler. Um, so match puzzles puzzles are kind of like my guilty pleasure. They're like, they're my sort of go-to, of my go-to mobile genre of game. And so, and, and like a nice sort of, oh, I've got 15 minutes to kill, but nothing, you know, I'm not going to get Stuck into like a, a big story-driven game. What can I do? Oh, I'll just play some you know quick quick match-free puzzles. Voon Lord it, in itself it's fine. It's perfectly functional. It works well. There's no I had no like problems with bugs or anything. But it's just so like unforgettable. It's sorry wrong term. It's forgettable. It's it doesn't do anything that you've not seen in any other match-free puzzler like. Like, I can't, I just can't recommend it. Just go play any other game, basically, like any other match free game. Go play Puzzle Quest, it's so much better. Cool. <laughs> and then, and then my winner, so, and then my winner was, uh, it's called Dungeons and Bombs. So, this is another puzzle game. Uh, in essence, this kind of has like a bomberman esque mechanic. So, you're on a, like, a puzzle grid and you have a set number of moves to get to a, uh, it's actually a princess at the at the end of the level, uh, and each step or every time you put a bomb down, it takes up a turn on your counter. Um, so it starts off all fine, starts off relatively easy. You can drop bombs to either clear obstacles or to clear enemies. Like I said, very sort of similar to Bomb Man. Uh, the the thing is, it just it runs out of new ideas very quickly, and it and it carries on for like quite a few more levels. Um, and also it's really restrictive. So like, because it's turn, it's turn-based, there's no time. There's no time for it. You can take as much time to think about what your next move is going to be. Um, but by the end, certainly at the end levels, they're like something like 40 turns and you don't know, you could be like 25 turns in and then fluff it and you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know to the end. You're like, oh, actually I can't quite make it. And you don't, and then you have to variously go back and retrace your steps. Um, yeah, it just, it, that was one where I think, like i said like i mentioned i think outside if we weren't doing this challenge i would have dropped it i wouldn't have finished it but some you know because we were trying i was you know i was aimed for 100 platinums i wanted to try and um get through and i'd put like so much time into it already i felt like determined to try and
0: do it but yeah i was by the end i was like not enjoying it i but yeah i wouldn't recommend it cool i'll go next then again if that's all right so i've got quite a few games to pick from to be quite honest with you um (laughs) but the ones i think i settled with in the end was uh two games suicide guy and suicide guy 2 so i'd never heard of these games before they're just fucking weird uh they're first person games and you uh, the story from what i can understand is that you are a fat slob that sits on his sofa and he has a dream and then there are let's say i don't know 20 levels and they're all relatively short it's a puzzle game effectively and the the end goal is that you commit suicide in each level uh and you that can be very simple to jumping off a building uh to more elaborate ones as the game progresses where you've got to get a dinosaur to eat you except the dinosaur is asleep so you have to find a way to wake up the dinosaur which there are bits and pieces like a radio hidden around the levels and things like that so it's you know it's it's a puzzle game but it's 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 yeah it's it's a bit crap i mean um it's definitely one of those games that you would only ever play i think if you are, are we're looking for achievement points or trophies um relatively cheap can't remember exactly how much it cost me but yeah it's it's not a great game and uh, although there's some merit in it i think because it's got a slightly different take you know it's uh, on on you know puzzle games i guess where like i said how many games do you play where you you, you the, the goal is to kill yourself um so but yeah slightly bizarre in that respect but uh, yeah just Not good games at all. Uh, over to you. Does anything change in the sequel? No, it's just more of the same shit. Really, it's <laughs> what makes the sequel
3: better?
0: The sequel doesn't. It doesn't make the sequel better. It's just shit. It's it's they're both shit. Um, but you know, and again, with some of them, I followed a guide because I am just like, why am I doing this? I just uh, what, what you know. I think this was at what point was this in my list of no? This was oh yeah, I was playing some right shit at this point. So. um Anyway, there you go. So I wouldn't recommend Suicide <laughs> Guy or Suicide Guy 2. I think there's even a Suicide Guy DLC, um, which I think I may have done. I can't remember. But anyway. Some some people must be enjoying it then
1: if it's getting sequels and DLCs and everything else. Yeah, see
0: so this is a thing, see. I mean, perhaps we'll get to it later on with some of the games that are like 79p. So, I mean, I you know, it kind of reminds me of the early um, iPhone app store uh, you know and you but before yeah. everything became free to play you know and you get game i mean like there are I don't, I don't understand how this kind of passes quality control or whatever this kind of feels like um when they did an xbox arcade thing um you know with indie games on but they're selling games for 79p which you've got you can get platinums on well the only people that are going to do that are sad fuckers like me and guess and other people that want to <laughs> it just does it you know and then you've got Full price games, which I just don't understand how that works.
3: Although um, Suicide Squad uh, guy is ninety four at the moment. Apparently it's worth £6.49. Ah, oh, right.
0: So, yeah. So I'm sure you've done it, Pete, and I know I did. If you go into Google and type it in, like, uh, easiest games to platinum, there are lists and lists of them, and so I probably got this game off there. So anyway, I am very ashamed of myself.
1: But anyway, Tom, over to you. Yeah, I, I, for my worst game, I think it, when I was looking through the list of what I've played, it was it wasn't necessarily the the worst game, but the most forgettable game for me was Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which I think might shock a few people considering it was one of the PS Five exclusives um, this year. Stunning, stunning game, um, played really well. Enjoyed the haptic feedback uh, controllers. Um, but, I, but it just left me feeling very empty at the end, it was one of those where I couldn't really, I didn't really grip my interest um, I it was fine it was no real, it was just a, a lull all the way through um, there was nothing about it that I could, in comparison to all the other games, there was nothing about it where I could sort of Pull out of it and say, yeah, that that was that was made it a better game than any of the others. Um, so yeah, I went with Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift Apart. Had you played the previous one on PS4, Tom, or, you, or had, any of the previous I, ones? Had you? I hadn't. Oh, I haven't. Okay. um So it's my first one as well, and I didn't. I don't. I mean, there may it may be a case that there may have been a lot of uh, moments that went over my head, um, but I didn't feel like. I kind of got the idea of oh you're you're meant to be somebody else in a different in one of the previous games um but yeah it just it was such a shame because i was really looking forward to it and and i enjoyed it but it just like i say when we're coming down to putting these into a category into a list it was it was just down there at the bottom right at the bottom
0: mm. i agree it, it does feel very much like a horror, hollywood blockbuster in a lot of ways you know it's very flashy it's, you know it's and whatever but it's instantly kind of almost forgettable you know it's it's a fun game to play but then you know it didn't feature on my sort of like my game of the year lists or anything like that do you know what i mean but mm-hmm. anyway wayne what do you think
3: well um pete sounds interesting when he says it's a it's a game that he wouldn't absolutely recommend um there's no way in hell i can give this award to ratchet and clank tom that's okay that's absolutely fine um to be fair with with a lot of crap on this list (laughs) i have to give this one to suicide squad (laughs) and chris
0: I won an award.
1: He got one. Go me. Uh, that's seventy-nine p's paid. Off.
0: Oh mate, I tell you what. <laughs> Again, six pound <49th> <laughs> forty-nine. I didn't pay that much for it. I genuinely didn't pay that much for it. But anyway, um, okay. <laughs> Next up, uh worst platinum. Pete, back to you.
2: Thanks. Uh, yeah, so worst platinum. Similar, similar to hardest platinum. Uh, you can have a game that you actually enjoy playing. But then when it comes to actually trying to get the Platinum, it's actually really bad. I don't, not because it's necessarily hard, but maybe it relies too much on uh, luck or randomness or uh, maybe it has like lots of multiplayer trophies and there is no and there is no multiplayer anymore or there's no one playing it so you just, you just can't get a game, things like that. Uh, so my run-up was, was Minecraft again for similar reasons that I spoke to. It's just to me, like again, I'm sure there's Minecraft fans that are just screaming at me that I don't get it um but it felt too too reliant on luck um to be actually like fun i don't i yeah i i, I i'm saying this and i'm out loud i could i already feel the hate coming my way um but i just yeah i just wasn't enjoying it uh and then my overall winner uh was anthem so anthem is a funny one because everyone here will be laughing oh my god anthem yeah that crappy EA take on destiny live service games that was shite and no one played it and everyone hated it i genuinely quite liked it as crazy as that sounds i actually quite enjoyed the world i quite enjoyed the combat i quite enjoyed the setting but like i said in terms of getting the platinum uh it had a whole like they had a whole i think three or four different types of collectible and they're all randomly generated there is no rhyme or reason to where they will spawn, you just have to explore the world. And it was awful. I really enjoyed the game but but at getting the fandom at the end was just boring. There's there was, nothing, was you know, it wasn't it wasn't fun. It wasn't anything I could do to make it better. I just had to fly around a lot hoping that
0: the thing I needed would spawn somewhere. It yeah just not a fun plan yeah that doesn't sound fun at all um so i went with i was i didn't quite understand the the trophy at first i must admit so but um now i do you've explained it a bit more so i would go with a runner-up of far cry 4 that game is quite old and there are multiplayer trophies which i went back to get and you know trying to get somebody to play far cry fucking 4 uh, <laughs> at this point in time considering we're on far cry 6 <laughs> It's not easy, but weirdly enough, there are still people playing Far Cry 4, which I can only assume are people like me who went back to get the the Platinum Trophy. But anyway, the one I went with was a PSVR game, which is Creed Rise to Glory, um, which um, the reason why I picked it was because it made me sweat a lot um, because... Um, it is one of those boxing games. If anybody's familiar with Rocky and Creed, I'm sure you are. Um, it uses the move controllers and you have to, you stand up. I mean, I guess you can sit down and do it, but I stood up and uh, put my VR helmet on and you have to fight and you have to punch and you have to block and you have to defend. And it, it, it surprisingly does give you a good workout, you know, because, uh, and especially with wearing a frigging big headset on you know your head and moving around and smashing your fist into the walls because you can't see what you're doing uh and so yeah it was just one of those because particularly when you get to fight the the tougher enemies um it's not easy so that um was difficult and um it was just like Oh God, I'm really sweaty, and um, I don't want to be doing this anymore. This is actually this is more hard work than it's worth. But still, um, but no, I quite enjoyed it as a game. It was just if you're going to do the platinum, then um, yeah, you're going to sweat. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> um, and my wife, when I came out the room, my, and I was all sweaty, and my wife was looking at me, she's like, "What the fuck are you doing in there?" Um, it's just, but still, uh, over to you, Tom.
1: Uh, I went for for my um, for my worst platinum I enjoyed the game but Far Cry 6 the amount of time that you have to spend in that game going to collect things for trophies is is just tedious there's it's, it's one of those where <clears throat> everything is obviously open world and I think that's probably the reason why it got it it was the only open world game that i played i think this year um but yeah basically trudging trudging around collecting things um and you almost you almost got to the point where you were just hiking like like people i think it was um, i think people saying about having to go from one place to another to another to another and the only thing that i didn't really enjoy in that game was the so when you're traveling if you're in a vehicle, you can basically click, I think it was the um, click R3, and it will auto drive you there. So it'll say like following destination, but which you could speed up if you held down the um, the, the accelerator button, otherwise they stuck to the speed limit. So it would take even longer to get there. But the, the one thing I found with that, with that function in that game was sometimes it would randomly just, just go straight into another vehicle so you'd be driving along merrily and nicely and there be an enemy car on the other side of the road and it would just for no reason veer into the car and then all of a sudden you're getting shot from all sides then your meter goes up and they're hunting you down and i was just doing 30 miles an hour on the right on the side of the road that i was meant to be on i didn't ask for this but this is just the game messing and then and then you kill them all get back in your car select your waypoint in its collectible start driving again and then it does exactly the same thing five minutes later and it just it, it got to the point where I am um, it got to the point where I was getting a little bit frustrated with the collectibles by the end um, and there was quite a few trophies linked to collecting weapon all the unique weapons collecting all, all, all of the like um oh dear, was like unique weapons <laughs> there's only one, like can think of now there were loads, put it that way um, and it just, it was so time consuming that it became a bit of a chore rather than fun, so that's why I gave it the worst platinum Wayne, what do you reckon?
3: Well, I think part of the course Far Cry 6, um, being an open world game, you kind of um Expect that to somewhat, yeah. yeah, no, totally it's agree. Difficult.
2: You need to give your Uber driver one star.
3: To... <laughs> well, yeah, a difficulty as well on uh, on PlayStationTrophies.org three out of ten time, you know. Okay, that yep. about? Um, but, um, I can't give it Chris for getting sweaty. I mean, he runs first star. yeah,
1: he's a very, very athletic man.
3: So, Pete. Um, you have it. You have it for Anthem.
4: You are the chosen few. Protectors of our world. This is your time. Incoming! Fire! Out there, you will fight the unimaginable. Feel the power of your Javelin. It's precision. (laughs) Rely on each other. Unleash your power. Never give up. Ready, Javelin 1? Let's go! You
3: are (laughs) freelancers. It sounds absolutely horrible with
0: randomized collectibles.
1: Yeah, who's designing that game and thinking that's a good idea? It that's that's outrageous. I guess
0: it's just a way to keep you playing, isn't it? You know, Um, but uh, I must admit, I I, 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 gone Pete. No, I
2: was going to say, like, I I don't know. But I get the impression they felt like they'd done it in a way that you would have collected them naturally throughout the game, but it just didn't work like that. Because, like I said, it's random. It's like you would just get all of, like, I could get all of one particular cat- type of collectible, but then I'd just be relying on trying to find the last three of this one particular type.
0: So, yeah. Well done. Anyway, Pete, that's awesome. There you go. Um, right, so next one. Easiest game. Again, back to you, Pete. Yeah, pretty
2: self-explanatory. Uh, an easy game to finish to
0: um,
2: to complete, but it, at least it took some effort. It wasn't the uh, you know, again not to show a shade a crisp, but not some of the ones where you just you, you turn it on, you get a platinum. You at least had to do something in it. Uh, so uh, my runner-up was We Were Here. We Were Here is um, what's the term? It's a co-op. It's a it's a stri- strictly online co-op game but you are playing as two explorers, but you're trapped in different parts of the castle. So the experience that you're seeing is not what your partner is seeing and what mm-hmm. they're experiencing. Uh, so you have to rely on communication and, a, and it's basically, essentially, it's a, a first person puzzle game. Um, and you enter a room and then say, one person will be seeing lots of, um, say, symbols on the wall, but it mean nothing to them. Whereas the other person will be in another room and there'll be like maybe a, a diagram explaining the symbols, but not explaining like what it relates to then you have to kind of talk back and forth about oh well, i can see this you know a line through a square and it's up on the wall and they might go like oh that's the third symbol so you need to hit the third button something you know things like that uh the reason i put easiest game it's definitely fun um the first we were here um it's quite short it i played it with my friend and we finished it in one sitting it was like a two-hour sitting uh, it was definitely fun i really enjoyed it um but it's yeah it was, it was short it's fairly easy it's fairly straightforward um my winner for your easiest game was uh, Glass Masquerade, which is another puzzle game. So like I said, as you've already gathered, like, puzzle games tend to be my go-to when I've got a bit of time to kill but don't want to get anything too strenuous. Uh, this is essentially, um, you're building stained glass, it's Essentially, essentially a jigsaw puzzle. You're building stained glass windows but from set pieces, and you just need to like rotate it and put it into the right place so it forms a picture, it's like, like a jigsaw puzzle. Um, and so, and Chris has kind of hinted, this is quite famous for on, on on Platinum, like for Platinum Hunters as like, this is a really simple Platinum, but I actually genuinely quite enjoyed it. I actually, felt like, it was very relaxing, it was a nice change of pace, was, you know, as as I guess people who, who like to do jigsaw puzzles in their spare time, Gen- like unless you're doing something masochist like, you know, a 2,000 piece jigsaw puzzle that's all black or something stupid, Jigsaw puzzles tend to be quite relaxing. It's something you do to to you know you know, and you get that sort of sense of you know dopamine rush of like, hey, I've done it. Very similar to that. See, so yeah, that was my easiest
0: game. Cool. I'll go next. So uh, runner up was Deadly Terror of Monsters, which was a I think a PlayStation Plus game many 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 years ago. Um, re- a top down sort of isometric-y style um, game. What I really liked about it is that it's it's got it's sort of like you're. Um, you've got it's set on a movie like a b movie and you've got a director's commentary so you know you, you've got people talking about the game as the game's unfolding which i really like um but yeah it, it's it was a fun enough game uh, but then the one again another playstation plus game uh, was man eater that was my winner because it was it's one of those games where you can just shut your brain off and just not really think too much about it um you eat things. You're a shark. <laughs> That's it, really. Um, it's not a hard game to finish and platinum, particularly. But it was just—it was just like I said. It was just a, a, a game where I, I think I wrote a little review of it. And I remember saying to Pete at the time when it came out, you know, you kind of almost because you hit the trigger to to uh to eat stuff and to chomp stuff and you end up i did anyway you just end up going oh, nom, 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 nom. you know and you just you do that for a little bit <laughs> and then but yeah it was it was a fun little game it was like i don't know 10 hours to complete the whole thing and platinum it but um it was yeah i'm glad i didn't pay for it put it like that <laughs> so <laughs> oh it's you tom
2: yeah i also i also the man eater, and yeah i kind of agree it's got nice haptic and it's like that's haptic Oh, Some nice. my backlog to play, yeah, yeah. I had nice, happy feedback on the trees when you are biting. Trouble is, that gets really old about ten hours in, um, and like my trigger finger was really like hurting by the end of it. And like, and like Chris, said, it's 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 fun. I I I liked that it. it was different. There is not many games you play. You are man-eating shark going around trying to destroy everything, um, but you kind of seen everything you do in that game after about two hours, and then it continues out for another eight hours. So it's, it's fine it's it, it's only different and like Chris said if you it on plus it's probably worth a try yeah um but it wasn't great
0: <laughs>
1: yeah uh is it my turn to yeah. go yeah yes. uh I went for um uh, ratchet and clank again it was just easy like we said earlier just there was no real challenge at all um it was in terms of it not being it wasn't that it wasn't fun because they gave you a, an abundance of different weapons to try out, and there was lots of cool different upgrades to the guns and stuff. But it wasn't a hard game by any stretch of the imagination. It was literally just throw everything you've got it got at the thing in front of you, and it's not really going to cause you. You might have to jump. You might have to jump out of the way a few times, but it's not going to cause you any real um, issues or having to think about much at all so yeah went for Ratchet and Clank
3: Cool Wayne what do you reckon? I reckon the shark impression wins
4: it This season on Man Eater everyone's fighting off more than they can chew Oh, oh look at you. <laughs> The depths will be discovered Food chain will be disrupted, and the drama will get deadly. Because down here, things always evolve, and the hunter becomes the hunted that's the one what took my hand all right get yourself ready boy man eater eat the people save the world just
3: because the fact um 10 hour game is called an easy game i would give it you chris
0: hey Another nice trophy, one, All right, so uh, next one then. So, easiest platinum. So, um, Pete, go go for it.
4: Yeah,
2: so this is fair, like, again, fairly close to the other one. Uh, it's, I guess it seems like the game itself could be difficult, but you basically didn't have to go out of your way to get the platinum. It's it, the essence of, like, I don't know. You play the game, you finished it, oh you got a platinum. Or or I guess like my early example of um Storm RC on the Vita, it's like I got that naturally. I wasn't trying to get it, I just got it. So it was an easy platinum in that sense. Uh so for for me, my run-up um, was a game called Steamroll. This is this is an interesting one. Uh so on paper, I really enjoyed the setting. It's, so it's a, again another another puzzle game. You, I feel like there's a theme here. Uh, it's uh, sort of like a top isometric puzzle game, but it, um, where you're playing a guy who goes, he's going to a mine to try and rescue everyone, and you're in like a a steampunk ball essentially. And funny enough, it plays a bit like if you ever remember like those mini golf or like early snooker games where. You control the power in the direction you want to hit the ball in yeah, yeah and then the ball goes in that direction uh the puzzle element comes from there will be like obstacles in your way to get through the level so uh you might have to get to a platform which then allows you to shoot like little balls that will like break like small debris or you'll get a power up that throws a bomb that will ex- explode larger debris that's in your way but it has a huge radius so you've obviously got to make sure that you're in a position that you won't get caught in the radius uh you also get like later powers where it's like you get a ramp so uh you could obviously go up to a, like a walkway that goes over an obstacle things like that uh the reason it's on here is that you get the platinum after about level 5 and the game has about 20 levels it's a fa- it's, it's honestly one of the oddest things i've come across even as a trophy collector the, it's like the game just wants to give you the platinum the, the <laughs> game there's more there's way more to the game to do but it just gives you the platinum, and it's just—I just find it really odd. It's not even, and it's—it's it's kind of like the opposite of what Chris was saying. It's this is a game that clearly wasn't developed with the of like, oh, it's a cheap game. Have a platinum. We, we're selling this on the, on that basis. Someone somewhere has made this game, and then at some point, someone's gone. Oh, we'll, but we'll give them the platinum at about level five. And I just didn't. I, I don't know why that is. Um But yeah, it's it's a remarkably easy plan. Uh, and then my, my overall winner was the Batman Telltale game. So, uh, people, anyone who's played like any of the Telltale games, particularly the Walking Dead, which I think is the most famous one, it's like you get the pattern from completing the game. Yes, there's op- yes you get you know you get po- points where you have to pick an option to like rescue this person or save this person. Um, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't. You you get the pattern when you finish the game, regardless of what what options you chose. And the Batman one's no different. Um, I will say like I hadn't been back to a Telltale game for years. Uh, so actually going back to i never played the Batman one before, and actually playing, it was actually really fun, it was really, I really liked their take on, uh, this story about Bruce Wayne and Batman, but in terms of Platinum, yeah, it's really straightforward, you just play the game, done, Platinum.
1: Did you ever play, uh, A Wolf for Moth, Pete? Yes, I did, yeah, I, really I enjoyed that as well. I think so, that's brilliant. That was really good. That's cool,
0: apparently is a sequel coming?
1: Yeah, I don't know, if that is still is that still the case? I mean, I, it was.
2: I, I gathered. I think literally in the last few days, I think there was an update about it. Which oh, really? just, I think they just acknowledged that
0: it's still in development. I don't think there was anything oh. to show, but they just said, "Yeah, it is still happening." Mm. Okay um from my point then so runner-up is a game called storm boy which uh is a very short game it's quite a nice little game actually you you play um a boy you pretty much just there's little puzzles that you interact with as you run along this beach and it tells a little story of yeah you know meet the animals that are on the beach there's a bird there's a dog i think there's all the I can't remember exactly. To be honest with you, but it, it's quite nice. how it tells the story. Like I said, it's a relatively short game, and I played. I thought when I finished it, I'll get Lucy to come. Ask my daughter to come along and sit with me and play it, and it made her cry. Um, so <laughs> a bit of a mistake there. But no, I mean, so in terms of just playing through the game, it's not a hard game at all. It's a very very short game, very easy game to play. But actually, one of the more should we say respectable of the shorter platinum games that i managed to get which you know is is worth a, a shot but the other one i suppose the, the one i put as far as my winner is a game called the bunker which i'd heard of adam from um abcd of gaming talked to, to me about that when we did the same coin it's a, it's a full motion video game which you know i haven't played a full motion video game for a long long time and uh it tells a story of um you know there's a well it kind of mirrors real life you know there's an outbreak of something that's happened and it's forced people to live in a bunker and then as resources diminish and and people start to get on each other's tits things happen and there are people dying and you have to maintain your oxygen levels and different things like that it's very simple to play it's almost like a point and click adventure where it's, it's not even that really you point at things on the screen and, you know, you point where to walk and you point where to, to do things. There's some basics of little puzzles and whatever. It's not really a game as such, to be honest with you. But I, quite, I found it quite intriguing. It's quite an interesting, you know, it kept you on your toes. You didn't know exactly where it was going. There's definitely a tone about it. Um, it's relatively inexpensive. I think I picked it up for like a fiver or maybe a bit less. But... Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, it, you can do it in maybe an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, I think I ended up playing through it twice because I missed
1: something. Um, but, yeah, there you go. Tom? Nice. My um, my easiest was the one that started it all for me. It was the first thing I played when I fired up the PS5, and it was uh, Astro's Playroom. Um, not a long game. I think I got the Platinum in under two hours. Um, but it was, yeah, it was really fun to play. But just nothing about it was taxing. It was just an easy platinum, and then that obviously, from there, because I enjoyed the ease of the trophies and, 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 and gaining the trophies through that game. That's where the whole uh, the whole interest in collecting trophies started from again. Awesome so game. Yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah. Really, really good yeah, game. It, really good game.
0: Considering it's free when you get the PlayStation 5, it's an incredible history of PlayStation and it's just it's a beautiful game introduces the controller it's it's incredible Um, so what do you reckon then Wayne
3: well I think in in your words Chris yours wasn't really a game so let's discount that Um, Pete (laughs) just played through the story but Tom obviously it's a free game but I don't think a lot of people would have bothered with the platinum Um, and I'm going to give it to Astro's Playroom (laughs)
0: Awesome. Yeah. very good. Uh Kidoki. Yes. Now I guess this is a thank you, thank you, this is our kind of game of the year, I suppose, in some ways, Than all the ones that we've platinum at least. Uh so Pete, over to you.
2: Yep, so this one arguably should go at the end, but hey, we're doing it now. It's favourite game. And this is very straightforward. It's like of of the games that we played and platinum in this li- in our list, what was our favourite? What's what's the one that we, we enjoyed the most? Uh my run-up was control. Um I think most people probably know about Control, but it's like a third-person action-adventure game uh, by Remedy. Yep. Yes, quickly. yes. Yeah. yes. Uh, um, where you're playing as uh, God, then Jesse, uh, who's exploring, exploring a strange sort of almost X-Files-esque paranormal um, government agency, trying to find her brother, and it's all about conspiracy. But anyway, it's, it's uh, you get transforming guns, you get telekinetic powers, you fly around, it's great, it's a lot of fun um, I played on PS5 it was um, so it's like nicely updated with fancy uh, ray tracing and all that, all that gubbins and 60 frames per second, all that um, but yeah, I just like so Remedy, like they're quite famous for doing the Alan Wake games I hadn't played them, this one actually has some ties into that universe, which is quite interesting um, but just coming to it clean, not knowing huge amount, ma- not going into like expecting a lead, but I just end up really enjoying it. Uh really glad I played it. Um but my actual winner in the end was Spider-Man Mars Morales. Uh similar so I so I have Platinum Spider-Man remastered, but I actually did that before we we started this challenge. That I was like last uh last year. Uh I don't know, Spider-Man's great, I loved it. It it does get a bit tedious at the end. Some of the, the sort of like combat challenges are a bit like, yeah, fine. I'll do it, but it's a bit. It's a bit annoying. Spider Man. I, for me, Miles Riles solves a lot of that problem. So, a, it's short. It's shorter, but not like to a you know to a sense where he's insulting. It's all like a really good story. It has a good length to it. Um, Miles has a lot more. Wait, well, he has he has different powers to to Peter. Um, and they generally make the combat like easier. So obviously he can he can camouflage himself, which makes the stealth bits easier. He has the venom powers, which makes the co- like just the straight combat bits easier. Uh, and it's just, yeah, it's a great story. He's a great character. It's really it was really fun to go back to it. The web scenes still great. The you know exploring exploring their version of Manhattan is great. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it.
0: Cool. Uh, so my runner-up is Ghosts of Toshima, which. Um... Is a fantastic game. Just really nice to play. Um, Combat's awesome. Beautiful world. uh, Looks amazing. Plays really well. Uh, Just, yeah, just a really awesome, awesome game. Uh, And playing it on the PlayStation 5 as well. I didn't play it on the PlayStation 4, so... um, I mean, you know, if you think what the PlayStation 4 was doing towards the end of its life was just kind of like fucking witchcraft, really, isn't it? Uh, So, but then to have this game updated for the PS5 just... Yeah, it's fantastic. Really, really fun, enjoyable game. Um, But my game of the year, of all the ones that I platinumed, believe it or not, it's a smallish game, was Little Nightmares 2. Um, Just... I mean, I played the original Little Nightmares, really enjoyed it. I thought it was sometimes a little bit fiddly uh, in terms of the jumping and the platforming because it wasn't just left to right, it was in and out of the screen as well. So sometimes you could miss a platform. And because there are one-hit deaths, you know, and you're being chased by things, you know, it can be a little bit frustrating. Little Nightmares 2 still has that, but I think it's refined it so that it's not as uh, fiddly to play and not as frustrating relatively short game i think i've finished it in about four or five hours um i haven't played the playstation 5 update, so i don't know what that looks like but i don't think i've ever played a game that has had such a tense atmosphere uh, and just the overall tone of the game like it it's it's something special. I think it's just it's an awesome, awesome game. It really is. People were complaining perhaps a little bit about because this is a sort of a mid price game, not a full price like £60 game, but you know, it was a lot more expensive, say, a lot more, relatively speaking, compared to the original, which I think was about 12 quid maybe, 15 quid. This was about 25, 30 quid. But it's definitely worth it. And to get the platinum, because a lot of them are collectibles, but i and i don't necessarily like games that make you play through twice to like play through the story twice but i it was a pleasure to play through this game twice to be honest with you because i missed stuff that i missed the first time you know i saw stuff that i missed the first time around you know in terms of the the story so it's it's almost like watching the sixth sense or games like that or or movies like that even you know you kind of you watch it the first time you're blown away by it but then you watch it the second time and you actually realize that there's things that you didn't See that are fairly obvious mm. the second time round. So um, yeah, if you do play that game, I, all I'm going to say are mannequins. you <laughs> just shit yourself, uh, and a torch. It's it's a brilliant, brilliant game. It's one of my favourite games of the year, and I'm really pleased that I played it. So there you go, Tom.
1: Yeah, that's on my list of games to play as well. What um, I missed too. Yeah, I I'm, I might change mine up. So I went for. I've gone for Returnal um, as my as my favourite game but I spoke a lot about Returnal earlier and I don't want people that have listened to it this far and uh, to us this far hear me go on about the same games. So I'm gonna switch it up at the last minute. I'm gonna go for looking at my list of games. I'm gonna go for Bug Snacks.
4: Ooh, now, interesting.
1: Now, now Bug Snacks is one of those games that I played right at the start of the year. So obviously, when we were putting this list together, it was more towards the end. So you try and didn't probably wasn't thinking about it as much. And I've just been sat here now thinking about it. That game is fantastic for as an experience. I don't know if a lot of people played it, or if any of you guys got to play it. Um, But on the on the outlook, on the on the on the looking at it from the outside, it is. A childish game about collecting bugs that are shaped like different foods. Um, it is so not that at all. I don't know if anyone's ever played The Forest, um, but no. So the forest, the forest is a game. I played a bit. Um. Yeah, the forest is a game where you're you're basically in an airplane and it crashes, and you're on it with your kid, and when you wake up, your kid's missing, and you are just deserted on an island and you've got to survive and but while you're surviving you're noticing that there's weird things going on and there's this constant undertone of not knowing knowing that there's something out there knowing that there's something more to this but not knowing what it is when i play bug snacks that same element of horror is in bug snacks so when you're when you're talking to these really like overly over-the-top charismatic um, characters in this game all of a sudden then there'll be a line of dialogue or a little glimpse of their expression which says there's more going on here this isn't that what what you're seeing on top is not what's going on under the surface and that intrigue and that level of storytelling kept me so hooked to that game all the way to the end and it doesn't disappoint the ending is brilliant it is almost like a bit of a, a, um, a murder mystery in a sense where you you again land on this island of Bugsnack Island and people these, these creatures we we'll call calling people to make it easier but the people have gone there um, to get away they've almost been drawn to this island and while they're there they've discovered these creatures called Bugsnacks and they eat them and when you eat them their body parts turn into the bug snacks but they're they're basically becoming addicted um and the more they eat the more addicted they get and there you you crash land on the island and their mare's gone missing and no one knows why and they're all they're all deserted. It's just a brilliant game it is really really good. Um so yeah I'm gonna throw it in the last minute I'm gonna go with bug snacks more people need to hear and play that game i like
0: this tom throw a curveball in i think we we played bug snacks haven't we um i think i'm with you i mean it's it's an odd game it's aimed at children in terms of like the graphics and everything but it's definitely it's an adult story i mean you know there's like same-sex relationships like you said there's i mean they're kind of like drug addicts aren't they (laughs) effectively yeah it's, it's so dark um, the more you get into
1: it the darker it becomes but
0: it's yeah in terms of the gameplay it's kind of almost like a bit of a pokemon game where you have to catch all the different bug snacks and use traps to lure them in um, but yeah just generally what i mean what did you think of it Pete?
2: yeah i was, I was going to say something similar so yeah so i mean bug snacks is one of the few games that we, as i haven't we've all we all played an all platinum this year um exactly kind of what you touched on like for me what really i really enjoyed was the story and the setting you absolutely can play, it. like you said, Chris, like as a Pokemon. I was trying to catch more, I actually found that bit a bit. It was it was okay. That is not what what compelled me to complete it. It was like I said, it was like Tom's hint today. It was the story and the setting and the sort of mystery about what are these bug snacks? Why is everyone so so addicted to them? What's what's the deal here? And and like I think Chris saw well, that that sort of element of body horror of these people are are physically and man, you know manifesting different parts into their body and they don't seem fussed by it and you end up you can end up if you know so you get the option to like feed bug snacks to to the residents i was gonna say
1: know. how did you feel about the one that's vegan there's one that's like that's yeah. not he, he won't eat <laughs> bug snacks and you have to wait until he's asleep and sleepwalking and force feed him <laughs> the, the snacks. yeah yeah just it's just it's, for the it's sake a of dark trophy. game it's so dark it's, yeah, yeah, it's
0: yeah. an odd game. A PlayStation Plus again, wasn't it? And and the thing is, when yes, this the PlayStation yeah. Five, I think, was being trailed before it was released, I think this was one of the trailers, wasn't it? And everybody, I mean, Wayne, you kind of looked into it, and it was like the song. It was just like, wow, this is a cutesy kind of collect 'em all kind of game, and it really isn't, is it?
3: No, I I, um, I listened to the song like on repeat for about a week, which is fucking weird. Thing. I'll have to <laughs> so, say. But I, you know what? I I still wished it was a full on hover game that was some, there was going to be something absolutely crazy with it and that it was going to go really, really dark and just, like, yeah. be not for kids, basically, at that point.
0: There you go. Awesome. Well, there you go. Those are our picks. What do you think, Wayne? Who should um, win the trophy? Well,
3: this is a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Because it's like asking me, what game do I like? Now, I finished Spider-Man Miles Morales and I thought it was a great... Um, sequel to the original spider-man and expanded on the good parts of that game and the new attacking was fantastic um i actually completed the original little light nightmares this year and if if, if the mechanics only got better in that yeah i can see that as a great game um i hated bug snacks <laughs> 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 and uh oh no. and my kids played it for longer than i did um, oh, and interestingly, no. I actually think Returnal, even though I never got past that first biome, was the best PlayStation exclusive this year. But I'm gonna give the award to
1: me. What? What?
0: <laughs> you don't count. What you the I, judge?
1: He's thrown I, He's throwing a, a curveball <laughs> in on a curveball.
3: <laughs> I finished. Life Exchange True Colors twice this year and got the thousand achievement points
5: When I moved to Haven Springs I hadn't seen my brother Gabe in years
4: Alex! <laughs>
2: it's just so good to see you again Welcome to Haven
5: This place is pretty sweet
2: I'm glad you two met Is this dude my best friend?
5: And this dude hands me the best beers. (laughs) Alex, right? I'm Steph. I didn't realize- That we
2: all knew you were coming.
5: For the first time in years.
2: Well, what do you think?
5: I love it. I really let myself believe. Welcome home. I don't know what to believe now, except Gabe is dead. This one's for you, Gabe. Hearing everyone talk about my brother, about the life he had here with all of you, I lost the chance to have that.
4: What happened to Gabe was
5: a senseless, tragic accident. It wasn't an accident. Son, now
4: is not the time.
5: Alex, are you okay? No, they're definitely hiding something. What happened here?
4: Havens are community. We help each other. Alex, be careful.
5: There's something you should know about me. I know what other people are feeling. I can see these auras around them. They're angry, or sad, or afraid. I feel it too. When I focus, I can even understand why they're feeling it. And if somebody's feeling something big, it infects me, and I lose control. I've never told anyone, but now I can find out what's really going on. You'll need help. I've got your back.
3: Is a fantastic story, great mechanics, and where else in the game can you actually do a LARP? Ah, oh, <laughs> there you go. So I'm giving it to myself. Well,
0: oh, oh, I, I won't, um, I, I'm not going to disagree with that one then, so fair enough, okay? Um, our, our, our independent judge has given the award to himself. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here?
1: He's gone power, oh, he's outrageous. got power crazy.
0: Uh, no, it's all, Jack Daniels has gone to his head. <laughs> and he's just poured some more as we speak. Um, okay, so the next one then, I think we've kind of touched upon this or, already to a certain degree, because it kind of crosses over with, I suppose, one of our proudest moments. But um, favourite Platinum? Um, Pete, over to you. Yep.
2: Yeah, so again, probably sensing a theme in some of these awards. But yeah, so this isn't necessarily the favourite game that we played all year, but this is the Platinum that we're probably most proud of. We're really, like glad that we did it we've got it on it it's on our record it's on our ep as chris put it it's it's there it's a mark it's a mark of honor um and i think bearing in mind that like i'm conscious of the fact that obviously when we're talking things like our hardest platinum we may come across like we may come across as quite like oh my god this is so hard why the hell did we do we did it it's for it's fairly telling that all for all three of us what we put as our hardest platinum is also our favorite platinum so i just want to like acknowledge that sense of achievement which may have been lost when you were like oh my god this is so hard why are we doing it it's like and even when chris said that like, even if you're deleting it this is it's still come up as our favorite platinum uh so my runner-up uh was actually killing floor 2 so killing floor 2 is uh, a wave-based zombie game which in of itself isn't isn't spectacular um but it's quite it, again it's quite a fun you don't need to worry about the story it's load in, kill some zombies, get money for killing zombies, buy better guns, kill more zombies. That's it. Um but it's, again, it's another good switch your brain off, just shoot some things. It's very much more sort of style of a substance. Um but the reason I'm really happy with is just that like I enjoy I was enjoying playing the game anyway. Um to get the platinum you have to like uh complete quite you know a few levels on the, like the hardest difficulty. And because he, you can do it solo but it's much more fun to do it with like in a team and i essentially just was just doing it with random people that were still playing it online uh yeah and it's just like i just enjoyed the game a lot and i was really happy that i didn't actually get the plan for it after about four years of playing it uh but my overall winner like i said was my my choice of hardest difficulty was time for two um so again something that I, I guess i didn't explain when we were talking about the hardest plan. like time for two is a great game I love the story, I love the setting, I love the character, although, although Jack Cooper is a bit of a bland nothing, BT is great, um, the combat's great, the parkour is great, the movement is great, like, I highly recommend the game, I really, like, if you haven't played it and you like first-person shooters, I really recommend it, um, but just the fact that we, like, for myself and for Chris, that we, we finally managed to get the platinum done, it's, it's yeah, I'm really happy with that. Like I said, I know lots of trophy hunters that haven't been able to see the Gauntlet. So yeah, there's, there's a bit of ego there of like, yeah, I've managed to do it. Um, but yeah, it's definitely my favourite Platinum. Of the year.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that one, Titanfall 2. Uh, not much more to say. I think you're right. I mean, it came out in 2016 and it was kind of sandwiched in between Call of Duty and Battlefield um, 1, as it was. And so, you know, it kind of died without a trace almost. But I mean, the people that did play it, I think, acknowledge that it is one of the, you know, the best story-driven uh, first person shooters, and I think you know, but it was done by Respawn, so again, it's got that pedigree behind it the movement, everything about it. And considering that that game went from Titanfall 1, which had zero story, to then creating this story, uh, you know, and like I think you can't think of BT without thinking of like Optim- Optimus Prime because it's almost like he does sound a bit like Peter Cullen who's voicing, you know, who voices Optimus Prime, you know, and there's that the, there are those kind of. Uh, I noticed it more doing it this time around playing the story through that you know you can have optional story um optional dialogue choices between the two and they're always the stuff from bt is generally quite funny you know the things that you say to each other is is really good um so yeah titanfall 2 it's just i'm glad i've done it never want to do it again <laughs> so there you go tom
1: <laughs> yeah mine's the same as uh, hardest it's a uh, sack boy Sat boy just because of the um like we said, that that feeling, that accomplishment of uh, of um, getting that platinum trophy pinging when I done that time trial, that's that's my favourite favourite platinum this year. Cool, Wayne, sat boy.
0: Let me tell you about a very special place, a planet we
1: call Craft World.
4: Oh, I
1: do love a war.
4: Welcome. Ready to make history, <laughs> it, like a really should I'm popped on your mind feeling pretty good. Don't stop it, you in my way, thank you so much, Damn. world will be
1: mine <laughs> yes wow cool awesome
0: okay so uh, next up then fastest platinum Pete yeah uh, I guess this is uh, similar to easiest platinum but like
2: I said it's just, it's just the fact that like this is really you get the platinum really quickly uh so and it, it doesn't have to be easy it's just really quick uh so up, my name is mayo Two. so again another sort of infamous game amongst trophy hunters so it's, it's interesting because like chris said so um this is another one of those you you buy the game there's not much to it you get a platinum for playing it my name is mayo, t- mayo and one and two are essentially idle clickers where it's just like you just press x ten thousand times you get a platinum um t- uh, like and, and my name is Mayo one was one of the very first ones where, like chris said like where um you could get a platinum for doing this and before that i'm sure like i don't know the ins and outs the background of it but i'm sure they were like like chris said they were like quality control elements to like getting a platinum because not every game had a platinum at first it was like it had to be over a certain length or be of certain value or something like that i don't know so when this game first came out everyone was like oh my god have you heard about this game you can buy for a pound and it just gives you a platinum and it was like and i genuinely 100 i genuinely played it like i don't believe you i'm gonna see i did it i was like oh my god it is this is weird what, what yeah? Have, why have PlayStation done? Why have they relaxed the rules? And since then, yeah, it just seems to be a free for. It seems to be like any game can have a platinum now. Um, yeah, my name is D02. Like I said, idle clicker, not much to it. There is arguably more gameplay than the first one because there actually are little mini games. This one like that's a bit like Flappy Bird, if you remember playing that back in the day. Um, but even then, they only last like 20, 30 seconds. So it's hardly, hardly uh, a whole game. Uh, my Oval Winner was one that I hinted at which uh, was my runabout freezes game, which we were here. Like I said, it's the the co-op puzzle game. Uh like uh, again, it's it's actually a really fun game. I generally like if you have a, a, a friend you like to play like uh online games with and you uh, can communicate over a mic, I think it's really worth worth ha uh, go. Uh but like I said, it's only about two hours long. We we finished it in one sitting. Yeah. Fast plan for me.
0: Cool. Right, so I this is where my shit games come into play a little bit. <laughs> so uh so anyway, road bustle, which I had to look up earlier on because I thought what the fuck was that? Um which is essentially you it's a bit like Frogger and you have to cross the road and that's it. You know, you can get the I think you know, you, you clock up points as you're crossing a road and you uh you can get it in about ten minutes. Uh so yeah, Jesus, that is. Cool. Uh, and then this is one of those seventy-nine p games. Just been having a quick look. I should have looked this up beforehand. But who is the publisher or the developer for these particular games? Because I think there's a theme they that the these people have cottoned onto is that people will buy their game regardless of the quality of it just because it's an easy platinum because i noticed that with a few of the games that i'd got where it seems to be the same publisher that that make these type of games uh so that was road bustle chicken chickens on the road <laughs> fucking uh you're in a car and you're running chickens over uh and that's it pretty much you know again it can take you 10 minutes to do it and um i'm not proud of it <laughs> It's shite. There you go, Wayne. You wanted, you wanted to know. You can go play it now. Yeah.
1: Uh, anyway, Tom. Uh, I'm. I have to give it to Astro's Playroom because that was the quickest trophy, uh, quickest platinum I got. I think it was a little, little shy of two hours or so, um, but it was the quickest platinum. So yeah, Astro's Playroom. Cool. What, what do you think, then, Wayne?
3: Uh, well, both of yours, Chris, was um, priced under a pound and difficulty of one out of ten. So um the
0: award goes to chickens on
4: the run yay
0: yeah. see the thing is i'm i'm happy that i'm getting an award but i probably shouldn't be because this is kind of like the, the razzies <laughs> isn't it uh, i feel uh, like
1: these game, i feel like that game needs an award though because where on else on earth is that game going to win an award no, there you go. other than
0: here uh okay so next up then um uh, we've got a few left so let's get through these we've got longest platinum then so over to you pete yeah, fairly
2: straightforward. What what took you the longest in t- in pure game time to get to plan them? Uh, my runner up was Anthem. I've I've, you, I've mentioned it before. Just creating the game itself wasn't that hard and didn't take too long. Um, although I say I say it's like all like thirty plus hours. Um, but just exploring game, just takes ages. Uh, but the winner, which is one that I played in cult with you, Chris, was Saints Row Four for me. And the reason for that is that we did everything you could do in that game including the dlc and then we basically had to leave our ps our ps5s on for 10 hours just to get the you've played this game for 40 hours or oh, something God, yeah. trophy. Shit, I forgot about that. and it was just yeah, and it was just dumb better. it was just it's just in just in terms of like don't you know like developers please don't do that you're just padding it out for the sake of padding it out like we'd literally done everything that was in the game we could not we couldn't do anymore we'd even done the dlc it's like there's nothing more for us to do. We just left it in idle
0: just so we could get that to get that done. So yeah, stage five four. No, that that was ridiculous. I remember that now. Jesus. Uh, okay, so mine was Dirt Five, which um, uh, Pete, I'm sure you can tell me that there is a trophy for driving. Was was it? One thousand miles in game, and is very similar. Yeah,
2: this was this, that was a contender for me as well. But what was it? Was it reason.
0: originally before they patched it? Was it ten thousand miles? It was. It was ten thousand wow. miles. So hang on. Yeah, I'll, Jeez, I'll let you speak. How long did it take
2: to get a thousand miles? Oh
0: Chris? god, I can't. I genuinely can't remember. So anyway, there was a trick to this before they patched it because I mean you can complete the game and you can do everything and you can you know you're not even still then reach a thousand miles. So. I was like, how the fuck am I going to do this? So I looked on some forums and you can go to because there's an online uh, element to the game where you can play tracks that other people have created and finding a circular track. And then I actually got an elastic band (laughs) and put it on my controller (laughs) So, and put it on the accelerator so that it would just go around and around and around and around this track. And uh, that, to me, is ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, unless you're going to play like all the multiplayer and stuff, then doing that, to me, I mean, 10,000 miles, Jesus Christ, it took me. I mean, I did this, I thought, towards the end of last year. You know what I mean? And it tripped over to, to this year, uh, beginning of this year. But just, I mean, the fact that you have to go through, like, putting a, I put an elastic band on the controller, the trigger of my controller, so that it just went round and round and round, and I went off and did something else for an hour, um, was ridiculous. So there you go.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so very similar to me. I also planned uh, five. And like you said, the, so there's no, unfortunately, there's no in-game counters. You don't actually know how many miles, but the estimates I've I seen online were about four, you do, you've done about 400 to 500 miles after you've done everything there is in this game. So again, similar to the States before, it's like they've just padded out for sake of it. Yeah, 10,000 miles is just ludicrous. But even for 1,000 miles, so, (laughs) my one's quite funny, it was very similar to Chris. Um, I basically went, used remote play on my phone, uh, and then went on the same sort of same circular track, and then got a spoon. So this is the funny thing, like, (laughs) you might
4: not- so
2: like, I didn't know this. Like, I this, is, this sounds again. There'll be phone people out there being like, "Well, how could you not know this, you idiot?" Um, I didn't realize that like you had to have a conductive like material for the phone to register the, a touch. If that makes sense. So what I was doing is like I'd be sitting in in a work meeting, uh, and then I'd be like press holding R two on my on my phone to remote play and just drive the car around. And I was thinking, shouldn't I see better way doing this? And I like got a pencil. And it was like it wouldn't register a touch, so then I had to Google it. I was like, Oh no, it has to be metal. So I got a spoon rested it on art on the RT button on my phone and just left it, <laughs> left, it, le- left, it for, left it for about you know, a good I think, it was, I think it was a couple of days just going and then eventually it popped. Jesus, yeah.
0: Let's see, remote play has got some some
1: uses, um, some perks. There you go, there you go, yes, awesome. finding a way, it's always finding a way to promote uh, remote play as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> Tom, what about you?
1: I don't even want to compete for this one i actually want to say to wayne that i feel like these two should share the title for this because just those those two stories alone of what they went through i feel i feel bad even being put in this category with them so it was far cry six six, yeah it was far cry six and it did take oh i don't know nowhere near nowhere near leaving spoons on <laughs> remotes and rubber banding <laughs> controllers it just it was more of just a slight inconvenience for me so yeah I'm, I'm 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 happy to take myself out of the running and suggest that these two share the uh, the award for this one
3: okay well um you know pete in Tank for saying he had to leave his screen i don't think that really counts as playing and doing weird things with rubber bands and spoons I don't know what's going on with you guys so actually I'm giving it Tom and Far Cry 6 to rebuild paradise
0: the cost will be blood
4: a revolution is not won by the fearless,
0: it's won by the feared
4: Can you find baby? I'm setting tracks on my lawn I'm blowing my own fucking well, you know <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> well, the in love with you! I'm afraid, get away Y'all used to hate looking what you made uh, I'm gonna run this town! You're gonna be a fucking guerrilla legend.
5: Never killed the president before. What? Don't die in this town.
4: I won't die in this town.
0: Because I think he would put the most hours in. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, fair. Next up, then. So we've got multiplayer platinum. To- uh, Pete.
2: Yeah. So again, as I hinted at, uh, just this is the the platinum that required playing with other people, not not in a co-op sense. Like you just had to rely on random other people to to play with, uh, for all those um, benefits and detriments. Uh, so my runner-up. So similar was Killing Floor Two, as I mentioned. So on the hardest difficulty, it's it's one of those. It's one of those games where it's like on. It, it, everyone has to be kind of doing what they need to do. Yes, you're, yes. Ultimately, you're killing Zeds, but the whole um, the whole point of it is that like each, each you have different classes and they're better at certain things. And it's one of those games where like as soon as someone if someone happens to die during a wave, it just gets exponentially harder. So you just kind of have to rely on everyone doing what they need to do to get through. It. And and then yeah, like I said, so like there are definitely games where you end up with some guy running off die then shout abuse at you for like because oh you weren't keeping up with me but he ran off of being an idiot um yeah that was not great uh but my actual winner uh, was neve speed heat so new speed heat it's it's okay it's i, I quite enjoyed the new speed games as like arcade racers he isn't one of the better ones in all honesty um but the reason it's it's in this the winner for the multiplayer platinum was just that there's there's a requirement to play a certain number and win a certain number of races against other people. And because the majority of people playing it are actually playing it for the for like the story in inverted commas or like just for the single player. The the multiplayer mode isn't actually that well populated. There's not many people playing it. They don't really care. No one, so there was definitely times when I was I would have to like spam people with invites and like challenges like please race me and just waiting and no one would be accepting. Um, so I was just a bit
0: of a pain. I like that. I can imagine Pete sitting there going, "Please raise me, uh, <laughs> please, please." <raise> me. please. <laughs> um, so, okay, so I, I went with four, Far Cry Four, which I've mentioned already. Not many people play in that game, but then Strange Brigade. Um, actually, quite enjoyed that. Which um, you know, we'll talk about that a bit later on. I guess will I? No, no, I don't think I will. Uh, Strange Brigade. Uh, it's a, it's a fun game, uh, made by Rebellion. It's it follows their you know tried and trusted. Uh, games, the, the Zombie Army trilogy, but it's a little bit different. But no, we played that together, and um, that was myself, Wayne, and Pete, and uh, quite enjoyed it. It was, it's a fun, uh, you know, game. Um, it's a little bit different, more puzzle based, I think, than more shooty. But um, yeah, I'll just put that on there
1: because it was a multiplayer game. What about you, Tom? I I had to split this down the middle. Um, so so part of a, a playthrough I did with um, with my friend Mark. Um, we did. We played through It Takes Two, which is absolutely fantastic game. Probably one of the only reasons why I didn't put it down as one of my um, games of the in the running for the favourite game and such is because I tried to keep the the favourite games as single player experiences because I feel like with multiplayer sometimes who you're playing with and that can all tie into how you feel about yeah the, about the experience. So yeah, It, it, it Takes Two. Um, Absolutely loved every second of that game. It's it's there's never there's never a non-fresh moment in it. Everything you do is small, a, a, a combination of small puzzles and games that you that you're constantly. Being pushed through the story, which is really good as well, but there's never a um, there's never a duplicate, there's never a moment where you think oh, I've done this or we've done this already. It's it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, and then the other the other one I wanted to shout out was um, was Bloodborne, because obviously playing that through the Soulmate series with uh, Jonathan and uh, and Will that are doing that, all three of us together getting the the platinum on Bloodborne, that was really cool. Really really enjoyed that that playthrough. Um, so yeah, those are my two, my two favourite multiplayer platinums. If I had to put it on, um, on actually on like the game, I would say that it takes two probably deserves the overall vote. Um, so I'll probably put it takes two down as my multiplayer platinum.
0: Cool. What do you
1: think, Wayne?
3: Um, well, I really enjoyed Strange Brigade, and I thought it was quite tough in places. Um, but uh, it takes two is one of my favourite games of the year. I actually played that through with the kids even though the story is obviously about splitting up and things like that Um, but they really enjoyed it with me and it was a great multiplayer experience to play but i just want to read the description we put on this one multiplayer platinum hell is other people so i'm giving it to pete and in playing with randoms
0: this is the playground the one they think they control but when we create, they can't look away, they have to see. So I say watch, this is me. With my homies in the Jeep, bumpin' low, pretty flock
1: with the proud hands. I said it once and I'ma say again, you rollercoaster than niggas, man. I'm the closest to the greatest, that segment is daily debated. I'm slaughterhousing on the pavement, tell Charlotte, man, that
4: we just made it. You can't even catch on my cadence, just to Street racing has no place on public roads. Uh, feel like a- you are out there, engaging in this type of activity,
5: we will find you. There is no
1: escape. <laughs> Look around. This is our escape. No, there you go. Nice. That's cool. Sweet for <laughs> yeah, I did
2: I did think that when, Chris, you picked the game, Vigate, mean, when you played it with me and Wayne, I was like, oh, my God. What <laughs> think
0: <laughs> <that>? <laughs> I think that was more aimed at Wayne, to be honest with you, Pete. Uh, okay, next up, we've got buggiest trophies then. So over to you, Pete.
2: Yeah, so this one is, again, fairly explanatory. It's just you've, you've done the requirements for what's needed for a trophy, but for whatever reason, it doesn't pop. It doesn't appear... It's really frustrating. It might be that the, the developers have to patch something in because they know it's broken, or it might just be that you're you're screwed and you just have to like do it again, basically. Uh, so my uh, runner-up was Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion again, open-world Ubisoft game. Uh, you know, saying insane future, you know, sort of semi-futuristic London, uh, dystopian London, I should say. Uh, It has a bunch of collectibles. Um, I did them all. It didn't pop. So so they're like wall pasting, drinking in every pub. There's another one as well. Uh, What it turned out was the way to get around is you had to do them all in one go. It wasn't the case for like you could do two, save it, do another two, save it, and so on. I had to do like all 20 drinking the pubs and then like all 50 wallpapers or whatever it was in one go and that in itself just yeah it was just annoying it was just like because again that's not what the trophy says that's not what it's intended it's meant to be you can do it bit by bit but for whatever reason at the time when i played it it was just a bit buggy uh so yeah that was kind of annoying and took about like another three hours of just doing like cleaning that up uh but uh my winner was actually dirt five and it's not for the same reasons um we talked about earlier Dirt Five, like I said, I did everything you could do in the game, but the trophy for com- essentially completing the game didn't pop, and there was nothing I could do about it. I wasn't gonna because it's completing the game. I wasn't gonna start again. All uh, and the developers kind of acknowledged it was a bug, so all I had to do was just like stop playing it and wait until they patched it, and it was just like, well, great. And and to be fair, they did they did patch it, and then obviously eventually I did get it. But it w- if they hadn't, it would just been like, well, I can't get it. It's just, it was just unattainable. There was nothing I could do about it. I wasn't going to play through the game again just to try.
0: Cool. Right. What? I think that brings you on to your game, doesn't uh, it? Well, <laughs> so, uh, so with, with, for me, it, this actually wasn't a platinum. It was a 100%er. Um, didn't have a platinum trophy attached to it, which I didn't realise at the time. Otherwise, I possibly wouldn't have played it. But it was Batman Arkham VR, which I really enjoyed as more of a... It's not really a game as such. It's more of an experience, I think. But it's really good introduction to VR, but also, you know, it's done by Rocksteady. So it's it's the people that have made Batman games over the past few years. So they know what they're doing. They, they know the, the world and, the, you know, the, the lore, etc. Um, now, I played this uh, when it was first released and got so far into it. And I thought, oh, it'll be one of those that I can revisit and I can go back and get some of the other trophies. Did it? Did the the requirements that I thought I needed to do, and then I finished the game. Trophy didn't pop. What the fuck? Okay, so I went back, did it again. Did some of the things that I thought I could have done. Went through some through some forums. Didn't pop. I was like, fuck me. Did did it again. Played through. I ended up playing through this game about four or five times. Now it's not a massive game. You can probably do it in about maybe forty-five minutes to an hour. But I think it's the fact that I went through it four to five times and then i realized that the issue was is that because there are certain collectibles in this you have to have done it on the same save so because i didn't do it on the same save and because i used my cloud save originally and then went through it again on almost kind of like a new save to a certain degree it just it didn't trigger and so it was you know i had to sort of start it from scratch but it was only until i looked at that on a forum um that it just yeah it completely fucked me so um batman arkham vr a bit of a buggy trophy what about you tom
1: for me i actually never ended up getting the platinum on this um but i had to throw it in because I didn't have any issues with any of the games I did get Platinums on Um, but it was Call of Duty uh, Cold War Um, so not the current Call of Duty, the one before so loved it, probably my favourite Call of Duty since we played um, when we used to play uh, Ghosts but absolutely loved the game but I went through starting starting to pick off the trophies and one of them was to complete the game in veteran mode so started in veteran didn't realize how much i really enjoyed playing call of duty in veteran mode like being forced to play at a really slow pace and think more than just just run and gun and um, was loving it you get to the second i think it's second or third uh, to last mission and there's an on rails section at the start of the level where you've got you're in the back of a, a, a van and you've got a grenade launcher and you're you're approaching the 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 level and you've got a grenade launcher all these uh, towers and vehicles that are in the street so not a problem started this this section and what I was finding was that it's obviously on veteran so you, you take minimal damage and you die um, but what I found was I didn't do it the first time and when it loaded back in the second time, my grenades weren't hitting anything, so it would just go like duff, 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 and nothing would blow up, and I would get shot and die, and it would restart and restart and restart. The only way for me to get it so that the grenades would make an impact again was to restart the whole level, and I had to then watch the minute and a half intro to get to that section, and then inevitably I'd die. And then it would do the same loop again and I'd have to restart. And it just got to the point where I thought, I can't do this. I I, it was it was literally the definition of insanity. I was doing the same thing over and over again, trying to get a different response. And I couldn't. So um, due to that bug, I never finished, uh, never got the platinum on it. I, I, had, I walked away from it.
0: Wow. Uh, what yeah. do you
3: reckon then, Wayne? Wow. That. Well, that was changing my thought there though, just at the end. Um weirdly dirt five got patched then seemed to get fixed quite quickly. Um Tom, I'm not sure I can give it you for a card game, seeing as we are the fishy pricks to be honest with you. No, I respect um,
1: that. I respect that.
3: So for the amount of moaning they did in about a two week period, <laughs> I have to give this to Chris. <laughs>
0: I did moan quite a lot, to be fair. Um
2: yeah. To be fair, playing a game through four times is yeah. That's
4: dedication. How do you feel when you put on that mask? Are you hiding from the world, or do you want the world to hide away from you? Maybe you feel invincible, more than just a man, or maybe you're just like me. You see that life is nothing but a sick joke. And so you choose a face to match. But what happens when we become what we pretend to be? When illusion becomes the new reality? Does it even matter? After all, if you find a mask that fits,
5: you never need to take it off.
4: (laughs)
0: Right, so on to um, buggiest game. So we're sticking with bugs then. So, um, Pete? Yep,
2: it's fairly straightforward. Not not related to to trophies popping, but just bugs in the game. You know, lost progress doesn't say, falling through the world, crashes to the hard, you know, to the desktop, things like that. Uh, So my runner-up was uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Like, it's really frustrating this game because on paper, I should have loved it. I really like the the Dark Souls games. I really like Star Wars. Here's here's essentially a Dark Souls Star Wars game. It's got like an open world to explore. It should have been great. It was surprisingly buggy. This is the PS5 version as well. So it wasn't. Do you mean it wasn't like it just? I played it at launch. This was the updated version where you'd think it's been it'd been out for like I can't remember how many months after after the initial launch it'd come out. Um, and I just ran into so many problems. I would like glitch into walls. I would f- I fell through the f- world a few times. There were random bits where you'd go in the lift, and in parts of the geometry would like like phase through the lift, and you look really goddamn weird. Um, yeah, I was actually like, and again, something that's built as like a triple A with the like you know the strength of an IP like Star Wars, I just expected more. I was actually genuinely really surprised about like how buggy it was. Um, but my winner was, was Far Cry Three. So this is uh, this is a port, the PS4 port of the the you know the original, which um, on PS3. Uh, it's a really bare bones port. It's it's real rudimentary. Like here you go, it's running on the PS4. We've done nothing to it. It still runs at thirty frames per second, if that at a certain times, probably running around like sub twenty. Um, And, you know, the game itself is fine. It was fun to go... Like, I'd never played Far Cry 3 before. Um, Far Cry 4 was actually my first Far Cry game. So it was quite fun to go back and see where this... The the recent open-world Far Cry game sort of began. And yeah, and Vast is, like, an interesting character. The story's quite interesting. It's... Like, I don't think it's aged particularly well, but hey. Um, But yeah, the actual game itself was... Yeah, it's just wasn't you know it didn't perform very well similar things of like i would i fell through the world a few times things would spawn in weird places it just yeah just needed a bit of like a better version on ps on ps4 ps5
0: hmm. i've not played that one i must admit so I, I think i'm similar to you i started on far cry 4 although i did play far cry instincts i think it was on the xbox 360 um but and a little tiny little bit of two, nothing major. But I think the one I actually probably fell in love with is four. Uh, so for me, it was it's VR games, and it's not necessarily anything to do with the game itself. It's more to do with the fact that I think they tried to shoehorn uh, the PlayStation Move controllers into VR. Which when you're playing a game like Cry- uh, Creed: Rise to Glory, which is my runner-up, and then a game like Moss, which is absolutely brilliant. I love Moss. I think it's a fantastic game. It's like you're looking into a, a diorama world you know and you you're moving this uh little character with that one you actually move it's the dual shock it's not the uh the move controllers but I think it's just the, the limitations of VR itself. You, you controller, it, you know, where your character can do weird things, uh, you know, like your hands can do weird things when you're playing a boxing game. So it's, I think it's more to do with the fact that it's the limitations of the games themselves with the technology that they tried to shoehorn in as opposed to the games themselves. I think that's why I'm looking forward to the next iteration of PlayStation VR. Um, but there you go. Uh, Tom, any buggy games for yeah. you?
1: The, literally the only bug I had all year was that Call of Duty one so it's Call of Duty again uh, Cold War cool what do you reckon Wayne?
3: so again I don't think Tom can give it Cold War i discount that <laughs> 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 should
0: <they> send <laughs> this send the dismissive look he just gave you then?
3: Um, I don't think you can call a, a VR game bugging either in all honesty I think they're all buggy <laughs> <laughs> so I'm giving it to Pete and Far Cry so I know this island, you could do anything. You get a plane, you parachute down to the island, we're in.
4: Did I ever tell you the definition of insanity? You're all puppets and we pull the strings. Brave joke in the face of death. We are the warriors of the Rakyat, and I will lead you to glory.
0: Fantastic, well done. Okay, so next one then. So close award. So, Pete, explain this one.
2: Yep, yeah, face of Spanish. We will re. It's a game that we were really close to getting the plan, but we just didn't quite get there in time, whether it be, um, you know, obviously, end of the year or just the other commitments. Uh, Run of it for me was Destiny 2. I only had two trophies left. Um, I was playing this in co op with Chris and Wayne. Uh, when it first came out, these two trophies were tied to the raid, which is like a six player activity. And I was like, well, I'm not going to, like, we didn't have six players. It, like, Destiny doesn't have... Well, at the time, it didn't have matchmaking. So you couldn't, like, rely on... You'd had that... To- you needed a team of players. So unless you we went into, like, a form, it was like, well, I'm never going to get that. But when it went free-to-play, they changed it to being tied to, like, the hardest free-player activity. So, like, so then it became like, oh, actually, we might be able to do this. The trouble is that we would have had to, like, basically, gr- like, me, you, and me, Chris, and Wayne would have had to grind it... Like, like consistently just to get to like a high enough level to do to even attempt it um so like i said kind of strange we were close but like we would have had to, we would have had to dedicate more time than we had just just to destiny to get there um but my winner was four guys so this is this would this would have been a, a another it's another one of like bugs where it's like it seems kid friendly their platinum is balls hard <laughs> absolutely rock hard um, again, you have to get a really
1: three p- wins back to back in a row. five, five, five. I like.
2: So, I think everyone knows about Fall Guys, but like if you don't, it's like essentially it's a sixty-player like battle royale take on Takeshi's Castle, where you have like all these like game show levels, um, and you get whittled down each round, and basically you just have to get to the end and win. That's that's the premise. Um, yeah. So, inf- Infallible is again another infamous trophy among trophy hunters. You have to win five games in a row, and it's just like. Even if you are the most skilled person in the world, you can't account for 60 of, like 59 other players. You can't account for the fact that someone might just randomly grab you and chuck you off an edge, and then that's it. You're done. Um, it's absolutely insane. And I know there are people out there who've got it, and, and massive credit to them. It's, it seems ludicrous to me. Uh, so, like, uh, like, pure transparency, I cheese that one. They added in private lobbies. And everyone quickly checked, like, oh, can you, can you do trophies? No, you can't get trophies in them. What they didn't realise is that you do private lobbies, you win five in a row, you quit the game. When you reload up the game, the game goes, it checks, it must have some sort of background check in the, in the process, and it like goes, oh, you just won five but I didn't give you the they so here, I'm going to give you the trophy. So I got Ooh, it that Pete. way. Uh Pete. I know, I know. That's like, that's like
1: hacking. It's like Monday I hacker. I know
2: cheesy toasty tactics and the reason this is so close is that like all i need to do now is to i think it's like to win 20 and i think i'm on about 15 and i this is one of those ones where i think i could have got there by the end of the year but i would have literally had like had to dedicate myself to just playing four guys and nothing else and i just didn't want to do that so so yeah (laughs) Close, but not quite there.
0: So, from mine, I'm playing it at the moment. It's Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, it's an awesome game. Really, is fantastic. It's uh, it's everything that you've heard about it. It's a bit like Mass Effect. Uh, it's got third person action adventure. The dialogue is funny. The music is awesome. The soundtrack is great. It's just a real fun game to play, and I'm playing through it at the moment. So, um, yeah, it's 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 really really good. If you see it on sale, if you if you're intrigued by it at all, then yeah I, I would highly recommend I've it. i've just got it yeah you'll oh, enjoy just, it you, you will it really set. enjoy it it's really fun yeah go for it so that's me tom
1: uh me is death's door i i um, started this uh two weeks ago now and i'm um, playing it on stream and just finished it finished the game uh yesterday but now i'm on to the secret ending and i've got four trophies to get so i've just missed out on the platinum. Uh, but I love every second of it. If you haven't played it, uh, give it a go. Really, really fun, uh, nice game. Almost sort of ASMR in its music, and it's really chilled. There are some moments where it gets a little bit uh, taxing with the bosses, like where you have to, you know, you really have to switch on and think about what you're doing. But for the most part, it's quite a, uh, a simple playthrough and um, with a really nice story. Cool. So, yeah. It's death Store, right? What do you reckon then, Wayne?
3: So Pete's admitted that he's cheating. <laughs> so I'd <just> say that. <laughs> Fair um Chris, I've got um actually I've bought Guardians of the Galaxy myself. I've heard absolutely fantastic things about the story. I have no doubt that you'll finish it, but I think it's just playing through a story where I actually have played Death Store. And I know it's quite taxing in places, but I've got to say it's one of my games of the year again. It's absolutely fantastic. So I'd like to give that a shout out, and I don't think Tom gives himself enough credit. So, Death Store, the award goes to Tom.
0: Tom, there you go. Thank you, very, you much, go. very much. Cool, abandoned award then. So Pete, to you. Yep. Yeah, so
2: as opposed to like the so close award, where we think we'll get there if given enough time, but we just didn't quite get there. Abandoned is kind of the opposite way. It's like we don't want to do it. It's it's not worth it. Whatever it is, it, the game we didn't enjoy the game. The, the, you had bugs, like in Tom's case, it just wasn't worth it. We're not doing it. Forget it. Nobody's got time for that. Uh, my one was the witness. Uh, again another uh, sort of infamous puzzle game uh, that was on PS Plus as well. Like, I really enjoyed it. I went back to it after like, I I took a break. I was about 60% of the way through. I was like, oh yeah, that's the one I'd like to go back and finish. Went back to it, couldn't remember anything. Like, it's a really quite obscure puzzle game. Like, there's like lots of rules you have to kind of remember and I was like, I couldn't remember any of it and I wasn't going to start it again. I was like, forget it. Uh, But my winner was The Suicide of Rachel Foster. So this, so this is one actually, Chris, that you you talked about because I think you platinum, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a narrative adventure game or walking sim, if you prefer. I just found it definitely dull. I absolutely like. Just, I didn't like the setting. The main character is really irritating. You walk really slowly, and it's just really irritating. There's some familiarity, like something like Gone Home, which which I read, for, for the record I actually really liked where you're sort of like set in a like a creep like it seems creepy but it's not it's just the fact that you're kind of like alone and solitary uh and you're trying to find out what happened happened to your family's you know your family's past basically and it's like I don't know. I just was like, this is one of those like I just wasn't enjoying it. I just couldn't be bothered. It's, by all accounts, like you said, it's quite a short game, isn't it? Something like four hours long yeah. or something. So like it wouldn't take me much effort. But I just was really not enjoying it.
0: Yeah, I quite enjoyed it actually. I mean, I think like you said, I platinumed Platinum I think it it lends heavily to think things like the shining you know it's set in a hotel you're locked in at winter (laughs) so you know you can't get really much further away from it or closer to um the shining than that but no i quite enjoyed it it was a you know, a bit creepy, a bit tense in places. But uh, I, I got it as a review code, so that's probably what pushed me through to actually finishing it. um But no, some my games then I've abandoned uh, temporarily. Well, one of them temporarily was Sackboy's Big Adventure. I think we started playing that a little bit in co-op, Pete, but um, we just got sidetracked with something else, so I just. Didn't bother going back to it as much as it is a great game. I enjoyed it, but uh, um, Call of Duty: Ghosts, where it all started for us, I actually bought a copy of this on um, eBay for like eight pounds, and I thought because we've got I've got most of the trophies on that, but I thought I'll go back because I think it's a few multiplayer ones that I'll, I'll probably I could do it on my own. Um, playing through that first level, which is ingrained in my brain, because obviously the amount of times that we've played it together, uh, I couldn't get past the second section. It's just, even on the easiest difficulty, it's it's still, you need teammates, you need people around you to support you. And it's just, uh, so I've just given up on that. And it's just, I probably won't ever play that again. Unless we all get together with, at some point, Call of Duty Ghosts, which I think the chances of that happening are very, 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 very slim. Uh, so yes, that is abandoned. Tom?
1: At Resident Evil Village, played it, uh, played through it once, and then started looking into the trophies. And um, I think you you needed some like a minimum of four playthroughs to get the platinum. And I just wasn't enjoying it. didn't didn't enjoy it um, half as much as I wanted. Or as I was, I was hoping to coming off the back of Resident Evil 2. Um, and yeah, just just it sat there. was looking at me. Can see the case right there and i've got no interest in opening it up again to play it just yeah just lost on me just been abandoned
0: Mm. i've looked at that and i think you've got to do one with a knife only playthrough haven't you
1: i think uh there's a knife only there's another one about um finishing it in under two hours i think um there's another one for getting a certain amount of currency but you have to acquire and then obviously you've got collectibles um, it's, yeah, it's just you know when you're looking at it and you just think I'm not enjoying the game enough. The game, the, the thought of having to do all that, it's just it's putting me. It's worse. So, it's work yeah, at that point. It's exactly. Yeah.
3: Wayne. Well, Pete's got a short game that he's give up on, so I think we'll discount him. Um, Tom, four playthroughs with Lady D. I mean, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> Honestly. So actually. I'm going to give it to where we started. I'm going to give it to Call of Duty and Chris. Awesome. Um, I think if it was extraction, we wouldn't have a problem. But um, the story, to be honest, that I remember was complete and utter tosh.
5: Our world. Broken. Abandoned. Far from empty.
4: Keep your eyes peeled. I don't think we're alone. And destroy any highs, arm that nuke, and pull us back here. Roger that. Sector one cock.
5: world we remember but this is our home and they are trespassing watch out video
0: Right, so moving along then, we've got finally finished awards. so over to you Pete.
2: Yep, so this is one that, for whatever reason, we started the game years ago, or months ago um, never finished it, at the t- like never did. got the plan at the time, and then we finally managed to get around to to, to completing it this time around uh, for, for me, I, two games I've, I've already touched on, Killing Floor 2, I think that took me around four years, uh, the reason it's runner up for me was just that like, I have actually played it in in sort of sparsely in those four years it's quite fun like i said it's quite a fun mindless shooter just playing the downtime uh, but my winner was anthem which i think was three years from start to finish but the, three, the reason I've, it's the winner is because i i like i wasn't playing it like i only came back to it because of of the, the challenge for this year um that's what finally made me to go you know go back to it after so many years
0: cool uh mine are games that i bought on day one and uh played through them and just never went back to them so uh up until this point in time the order 1886 um enjoyable still um unskippable unsk- cut scenes which is slightly annoying but uh you know it's just a, a short game i think it's the collectibles that i missed on that one but you can tell it, it, it cinematically it's still there but graphically it's aged a little bit in terms of just i think the resolution and whatever but it'd be nice to see a sequel on that and, you know obviously santa monica went on to do god of war uh so if they did revisit the order then you know see what be interesting to see what they do with that um but my, my winner from me was infamous second son um I don't think that that game has aged badly at all. Um, I think, in fact, it looks just as good as it did. You know, I think there's a style to it. There's the the powers that you get, like the neon and everything. I think it just there's something about it it just really pops off the screen. it's just, just a really fun, good-looking good, good looking game to play, even though it's so... Um, finished those games on day... I think The Order 1886, I finished that in one sitting. I remember going into town, buying it, coming home, and then just playing it, and by 4, four o'clock in the afternoon, I'd finished it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, how old are those games? God. But um, there you go. Uh,
1: what about you, Tom? Uh, for me, I went for Bloodborne. I started it on the... Well, I, I, I played it on the PS4... Completed it on the PS4 and then um, we played it again as part of the Soulmate series on, on PS5. So it's literally gone across console generations for me to then get that Platinum um, and loved, loved every second of it. It's a brilliant game. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% sure we're going to see uh, a sequel if and, and definitely I reckon a remaster or a remake um, in the next two years or so. But yeah, brilliant, brilliant
0: game. Cool. What about you then, Wayne? What do you reckon? Who should win that one? Bloodborne gets it. Yes, cool. Okie doke. Right, on to the next one then. Uh, wasn't worth it award. Over to you, Pete.
2: Yeah, so this is one that we've uh, platinumed, and you know, ultimately, we don't think it was worth it. Kind of the opposite of like our favourite platinum. It's just like, mm, yeah, okay, I've done it, but I'm not sure why I bothered. Uh, run up for me with Dungeon Bombs. I've, I've talked about it before. Just like I did that because I, I invested like enough time into it that I even just wanted to get it done i didn't particularly enjoy it uh but my winner was uh tabletop racing which is one enough this was also up for the wasn't uh the finally finished award i started years ago um it's essentially it's it's a bit like machines, it's like a 3d like cartoon cartoon eraser where essentially you're playing like um toy cars on a ta- on tabletops hence the name um and it's fine you know it's it's good but it's not like excellent uh but then like like I said, when I was going through the trophy list and looking like, oh, what have I nearly done? I only had one trophy left in this, and that was to get gold in every event. Like you, you know, I'd, I'd done everything else. It was just like, just get gold in every event. Um, and some, and you know, it's like, this is another one which is deceptively hard. Like you think from looking at the game, it'd be quite quite easy. But yeah, some of the gold requirements were actually pretty tough, and definitely took like a lot of like a lot more effort than I was expecting. Um. And it, and it's like yeah okay I'm glad it's done, but is the game itself worth all the, you know how much effort I put into it? I don't
0: think so. Okay, though So uh, I kind of went on the opposite end of the scale from Tom, who almost picked like Bug Snacks as one of his game of the years. So I kind of went with, wasn't really worth it after all that. Which I mean, you know, perhaps looking at it, I'm being a bit harsh, but I was just, I don't know. I just uh, yeah, it was okay. It was fine. Um, but. Th- for me, the the main one on my list was Destroy All Humans, which was a reboot, remaster, whatever you want to call it, of the original one which came out many, many years ago, which I never played. I've never played any of the Destroy All Humans games, which you play as an alien called Crypto and, um, you know, you have to uh, destroy all humans, funnily enough uh so it it was okay it's just it's a big bag of all right Do you know what i mean there's nothing spectacular about it it's not particularly great it just it's fine it's it there's nothing you know that i would recommend particularly it's just fine you know so anyway that i, I in, the, in the end i did manage to just platinum it but yeah it was okay uh
1: tom i a little bit like you were saying about me saying about bug snacks i heard pete saying about miles morelis earlier today um in the the podcast and i I put that down as my one for this because looking at obviously i've not played as many games as you guys so my my pick of games is a lot smaller um but yeah in that game i kind of that was that was one where you had to get so i did all of the trophies. And then there was one last trophy, which was play it again on new game plus, and you had to play it through. Basically, essentially, you just had to play it twice. And I just, it, it kind of, I really liked the ending of, of it. I, I enjoyed the game. I really enjoyed the ending, but then being forced to experience something all through again, just to get the trophy, it just it took that spark away from that 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 um, gloss away from the game for me where I was just like oh, is it really worth it? am I really bothered about seeing the whole thing again just to get that trophy and that was that's why I put it down on my list as, a, as that one Wayne what do you reckon
0: yeah that's fair
3: I think Pete did a better job of um, describing the faults there Um award the goes to Pete in tabletop racing <laughs>
0: Oh, okay uh no effort award um pete yep like basically we didn't do anything but we got a
2: platinum somehow uh so my runner up was steamroll like i mentioned before uh it just gave me to like level five for no real reason i couldn't quite work out why it's very random uh but then as as wayne wayne called me out Yes, my winner was Rainbow Six Siege. I'd already platinum this on PS4. All I had to do was upload a save to the PS5 version and there you go. Another another platinum. Done.
0: Oh, you dirty boy. That's worse than anything I've ever done. <laughs> 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 At least I had to do something. Anyway, uh, so my games then, my runner-up was a game called Slide, which uh, I think the name says it all really. It's a, it's a sliding puzzle game. I followed a guide on YouTube and it took me five minutes. Um, but my... my uh, winner or my the thing i'll put uh, nominate is uh my name is mayo which you've already mentioned i did something very similar to you what you did with dirt uh, 5 so i tried the remote play on this and whilst i was in a works meeting i'd got my phone next to me and i was just tapping the screen tap 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 because you have to tap it ten thousand times so I was, I was figuring out how the techniques for tapping so it wasn't just tap 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 it was like oh let's tap my fingers like i'm sort of like you know playing a, tr- a trumpet or something uh you know just different ways to tap so it's as many taps as i could so yeah my name is mayo
2: i will i will just add Chris that slide has the dubious honor of being the, the, the lit- legitimately fastest planet you can get on the PlayStation I think like because like you said if you follow a guide and you've input the, the directions it's, I think it's like 10 seconds <laughs> it's, it's, God. Yeah, yeah it's ludicrous
1: there
0: you
2: go
1: um Tom yeah I put down Miles Spider-Man Miles Morales again um purely just because there was nothing taxing about it from a trophy point of view i think that the hardest one was getting the 100 combo and i was gonna it, say i
2: tried i had to try that one
1: it, yeah I, I think that was the hardest one and what i did was i just put on easy just put on yeah, easy s- smash them to bits 100 and put it back to whatever other difficulty and carried on and it was um yeah it was one of those ones where uh yeah there was nothing really taxing even from a collectible standpoint or anything like that there was nothing really taxing
0: Cool.
3: Wayne? Well, um, the description on this one, you basically did nothing and got a platinum for it. That beats the 10 minutes on slide. Pete, award goes to you with Rainbow Six Siege.
5: Rainbow Six.
4: Experts in close quarters battle and hostage rescue. Assembled from special forces teams around the world. The counter-terrorism units. We've run ops in 47 countries. When a job's too dangerous for everyone else, we go in. The regiment's been active since World War II. Few knew we even existed. We pull the best for the Army, Navy, and Air Force. Only a handful make it through training. To make the regiment, you need strength, skill, and determination. But more than anything, you need character.
5: Wings on our
4: bash, cause it's in our blood. We hit from above. The adrenaline. It floods your whole body. You need to control it. Focus it. Time stretches, and you get really calm. You feel ready. Ready to engage. Our tactics combine top-down entry, toxic gas, and overwhelming speed. We each bring a skill. Combined, We're lethal. It's what we do. We're the regiment.
0: Wow! <laughs> oh, cool. Okay, yes. next one then. It's a good thing I haven't. Go-
2: it's, no, it's a good thing I haven't done this with Spider-Man Remastered as well.
0: Well, yeah, I guess yes, there is that. You can do the same thing on that as well, can't you? Um, extra effort effort award, Pete.
2: Yeah, this is again hinting at something I mentioned earlier. Some certain trophies at like their thing is that you have to have a hundred percent on the game. So this is where. Not only if we've got the plan, but we've then gone on and do everything we can in the game. So there's, only, there's actually only one game for me this year. And like, as we've hinted before, it was Saints Row 4. Me and Chris played the game co-op. We finished the game. We did everything you could do in the main game. But like I said, we had this other trophy where it was like play for, you know, 40 hours total. I think it was 40 hours total. Um, so then we ended up doing the DLC as well. Because, hey, why not? It's there, we had it It's part of the remastered package. Um all that again and you know what it's not bad it's not you know it's pretty it's it's not bad dlc to be honest um yeah and that's so that's the only one i had done done everything in dlc as well
0: uh same for me that's the same same for me so what about you tom Uh,
1: for me it was um excuse me for me it was bloodborne Um did bloodborne and then we did the dlc as part of extra life raising money for cherry um so yeah managed to do the Literally everything on uh, on Bloodborne this
2: year. Good stuff. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one, Tom. Because I've I so for example, I have to plan on Bloodborne, but I don't have hundred percent because I never got the final weapon down in that well with the two Sharkmen. I never bothered to do that. Oh, that bad.
0: was tough. That was yeah, real yeah. tough. <laughs> cool, Wayne. What do you reckon?
3: Well, I was thinking about Saints a Four and the Elastic Band again. Um, oh, that was that was Dirt Five.
0: <laughs> that was Dirt Five. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. So, so, before it was just idle. Ah, we not even doing it. We just oh, left okay. it
3: running. Then the award <laughs> goes to Bloodborne again.
0: Ooh, well done, Tom. <laughs> okay, so we got down to our last three awards. Here we go. So, a little help for my friend award. What's that one all about?
2: Yeah, so I was trying to, to distinguish this from the multiplayer platinum, where this one is particularly about. You can only get this platinum if you play in co-op with a friend, basically. Uh, so, my runner-up was it takes two. We uh, have you, kind of touched on it. It's a really fun co game. It it constantly surprised me with like what it, it, you were doing in the game, what how it changed up things. And it's yeah, it's great. It was a great laugh. Uh, my actual winner in the end was it's kind of a double one. It was both we were here and its sequel we were here too. I again I've already talked to them. They're these co-op, online co-op puzzle games. You can you have to play them online and in co-op and you have to communicate with your friend. It's like you won't be able to. to to beat the game and did it. And like I just really enjoyed them. I had a great fun playing them. There's a third one that we're looking forward to play There's also um Operation Tango, which works very similarly. That one's more has a more of a spy setting, but I was in the PS Plus game, and that's another one we're looking forward to.
0: That sound good. They sound a bit like Portal 2. I mean Wayne and I played through those back in the day and enjoyed them. Um so uh for mine then there's a couple here. So um I went with my runner-up as Overcooked All-You-Can-Eat, which is Overcooked, Overcooked 2, and all the DLC. And, uh, you know, I played through those with my daughters at different points. My youngest one enjoyed it more than my eldest. But there were moments where you had to do things with up to four players and the the weird contortions and things that you did. Because I've got two controllers, but you can actually turn half a controller into, like, it's an extra player. So we've kind of got... I had to do that a little bit. So it's kind of... a bit of a mix and match but then also moving out which was a bit of a ball like which is a similar take on overcooked you know it's like you know moving things into a truck you know out of a house uh, again did them with my my daughters on and off um but the, the main one for me we've talked about it was it takes two I, I played through that with my eldest and yeah it was just it's a game that you can only play with somebody else and it you know playing next to my daughter in split screen um although I lost my rag with her a few times because she couldn't do what I wanted her to do, um, was fun and it was good. And I cried at the end because I'm a sad twat. Um, but
1: but there you go. Tom? Uh, yeah, for me, it takes two. Um, it being be in a game that we had to play to, with someone else in order to, uh, to get the platinum. Um, yeah, me and Mark played it. Uh, hilarious, um, brilliant brilliantly written the stuff with the elephant the moment that me and mark shared with the uh, stuffed elephant is a sentence i never thought i'd heard myself say but I'll, I'll never forget that that was incredible so yeah it takes two
0: so my youngest daughter was watching whilst i was playing it with my eldest and uh, she actually cried during that part as well and she was very traumatized by what happened with the elephant so without without giving anything away um so over to you wayne
3: I think on that part with the stuffed element it shows you the difference between girls and boys because my boys was like raring it on at that <laughs> point <laughs> um, but he's I think he raising serial killers for, I think for the trauma that Chris went through he takes it with it yeah. takes it Dr.
1: Hakeem they have to stay together what a work
4: overtime. you can't just give up I wish you could be
1: friends again <laughs>
4: What? Are you ready for the roller-coaster ride of your life? No. No. This world is the result of your broken relationship. If you you want to go home, you'll need to find what you've lost. Come on!
5: You this would never have happened if you hadn't broken it.
4: You promised to fix me! Now you will both die! Man, what happened to my greenhouse? It's terrible! That is what happens when you abandon your passion. It gets you ventured! You will never love me again. I can't
0: Wait a minute you use my chessboard to build your toy castle? Yeah, so what? You never use it anymore. Because I don't have the time.
4: But now, you can control time. You can still, you can still Come on, Cody, over here. So Meg, look, it's your old binoculars.
0: Oh no, what's the matter with us? All I know is that Rose sat down there with her dolls, and then you two came alive. <laughs> oh!
4: A relationship to fiends! what if we freeze to death first? Use your magnet powers and the attraction will warm you up, baby. Uh-huh, yeah, you feel that? Mm-hmm. I can't say it. You like it? What is wrong with that guy?
0: Cool, right? So, our penultimate—try saying that after you've had a few uh, drinks—award uh, uh, is the Hannah Montana Awards. So, here we go for Paddy. Uh, Pete, over to you.
2: Yes, named purely in honour of yourself, Chris, and Paddy. Uh,
0: we played we played this game just to
2: get anything platinum. There's no other, reason, no, you know, there's no other getting around it. We heard of Super Platinum, that's why we played it. Uh, so, my run-up was Dungeons and Bombs. I've talked about it before. It wasn't great. It, you know what it can get surprisingly tricky at the end but it's like i said there's only one solution so if you get stuck you just look up the solution there done um but yeah they're my winner which shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone it's my name is mayo 2 you click a jar of mayo ten thousand times you go plan them. that's about it yeah <laughs> and, and uh, i will add it's like so like looking at my list there were a bunch of ones that like i they didn't i didn't add to this because i actually enjoyed playing them things like the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. I'm I'm surprised that's only a one uh, on the difficulty setting. Like, because I actually really enjoy playing that, and I feel like that had like certain elements to it. Um, but yeah, my name is Mo2. To
0: there you go. Um, so from my point of view, I, you could have picked a whole host of fucking games that I picked, uh, that play, I played, I should say, that were shite and very easy to get and just did it to get a platinum. Um, so I went with a game called Snake Boat Otterific Arcade, which is as bad as it sounds. Uh, it's I can't even remember what it is. I think you have a little... I mean, the graphics are shite. You know, you just play as a little kind of weird snake that goes around a pond and you just have to do stuff. I can't even remember it, When it was just like, ah, that was on that list. I'll go for that. That was like 79 pence. Um, so yeah, oh God, really embarrassed about that one. Um, but the most one, most embarrassing one out of all of them, by the makers of My Name Is Mayo and My Name Is Mayo 2, is a game called Mr. Masagi, which is as creepy as it sounds it's a game where you have a dating app and you have different girls that you can date and they all have different things that you may not necessarily see from their picture uh, so it's a bit like I've, I've never tried them but like those dating apps wise, is it tinder and grinder or whatever don't pretend you don't know i don't <laughs> I genuinely don't know <laughs> but basically it's swipe to the left and so you have to match your personality to what they you think they're gonna like and then once you've done that you then have to go through a series of conversation things with them about what you think is gonna basically get you into bed with them um and again i didn't necessarily play the game through just because i was enjoying it i I followed a guide and just, I wasn't even looking at the choices. I was just clicking on, okay, so it's this, 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 and this, and that gets you the uh, achievements or the trophies or whatever. And it was, I felt very dirty. This was the only one really that I just like, felt afterwards. was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? You know, I need to stop. Yes. Um, that, yeah, that, that Hannah Montana moment where you're like, hang it's, on. It's pretty yeah. bad. And the thing is though, this was towards the end of my, I think at the end, because you know, this was the, this was just before Titanfall 2, and it, but it, this was one of the last four Platinums I got. Was, um, so I think I was just trying to get over the line for 50, so I was just picking shit. And this was on sale at the time, so I, I think I got it fairly cheaply. So, But it is a bad, bad, bad game, and I felt like a, a bit of a sex pest after I played it. So what do you reckon? Oh, Tom, sorry, over to you. Uh, yeah, mine is um,
1: Astro's Playroom. It was the easiest platinum. I it? feel like uh,
0: fucking it. like a piece of shit after you just mentioned these games that talk, that Pete and I have just talked about, and you're talking about Astro's Playroom, which is a fucking joy to play. I feel so it, bad. It was the
1: only. It was the only. <laughs> um, it was the easiest platinum, and it was the the fact it was so easy to get that was the reason why I started getting more platinums. Um, maybe I need to lower my bar and next year come back with some filthy seventy nine p. Clicky, clicky, click, click. I think that's, um, that's a
3: testament to the quality of games you have played this year, Tom. To be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, i I, yeah. Anyway, what, what do you reckon, then, Wayne? Award yeah.
3: goes to Chris for <laughs> feeling dirty.
5: What are you, some kind of sex
2: pervert? Are you a deviant? No, or I'm not a sexual deviant. Well, what is all this? Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. See, I, 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 you know, I'm happy to have a bit of a title of a bit of a dirty old <laughs> bastard because it's true. <laughs> But that did feel make me feel bad so um, there you go so our final award, this goes to our wild card now this is one I think I just threw in which is basically, if you had to replace some of the shite or things that you've put in from this year with some of the stuff that you've got last year what would it be? Um, it's it's basically I suppose just recognition of maybe some of the Platinums that you got in 2020 or previously um, so to, uh, Pete, sorry what what have you got?
2: yeah so so the ones I would wipe out are the, my two for the Hannah Montana award, is Dungeons of Bonds and My Name is Mayo 2. Uh, the one I would include was Demon's Souls, the, the PS5 remake. So funnily enough, I platinumed that I think on December 30th last year, and then we came up with this idea on like January the 2nd or something crazy like that, and I was like oh, just platinum that, I could have included that. Uh, so yeah, it's a fairly easy inclusion. It's it's really good i like i, I said earlier i really like the dark souls games i hadn't played the ps3 version of demon souls um but i played through the remake really enjoyed it it's a really good graphical like showcase on ps5 uh i gather it's it's easier like in terms of it's easier to platinum than the ps3 version but it's still like it's still a souls game it's still tricky it's not like straightforward yeah that would definitely be the one i would have picked um cool did you have another one or was that was was that it no, that's what. So yeah, that's no, that's the one I would have included. Like, if I had to pick another one, it'd probably be something like Blood. Yeah,
0: Man. cool. Um, I've played a bit of Demon's Souls. Love it. Like you said, it's it's. Uh, I think the, the the difference between the PS3 version and the PS5 is just the frame rate. It's just not just that. The graphically, it looks amazing. But just the, the you know the the uh, PS3 which I did complete um, was it chugged. To say the least, but you know, awesome, hmm. awesome game. Um, so I got a couple here. So Blood and Truth, which I did towards the end of uh, 2020, um, again VR game, but some tricky moments in that. Really, really enjoyable. Uh, I suppose it really class as big budget PSVR game. Really enjoyed that. Um, and then, but my winner would be Astro Bot Rescue Mission, which again I did towards the end of last year, um, just before we started this challenge. Which the game itself isn't difficult, but it's the challenges that you have to do afterwards. And they're a little bit like um, the uh, Titanfall 2. Not as extreme as those, but you have to... You can fuck up maybe once, possibly twice, but only small mistakes. But they're generally, a lot of them are time-based. So it's like you have to get through a level within a minute, or you have to get through a certain section within so many seconds or whatever. So, you know, they're not as difficult as Titanfall, but doing it in VR, uh, you know... Can be a bit tricky so those would be my games that I'd pick um, any, any for you Tom
2: which, which ones would
1: you wipe
0: out oh it'd definitely yeah. be my Hannah Montana yeah definitely Ma- Mr. Massage you fucking hell
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think we, all, we all want to wipe that out see I'm surprised it'd really
0: be interesting to see whether I've enticed anybody to actually try it you know because you know it's uh, well there might be some would-be rapists out there that are <laughs> interested Please, no. Please, no. <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> Go
1: on then, uh, Tom. Uh, I I literally have no other platinum to bring to the table, so I can't. I couldn't even trade if I wanted That's to. That's
3: fine. What do you reckon then? When it goes to Demon Souls. the date on the at the end of december as well
0: nice there we go now have you totted up quickly what... i have so who um, is the winner overall what the would you winner say
3: overall is a three-way tie with seven each but no just way. wait a second
0: Ooh. Ooh. no way i gave myself an award oh don't put yourself as a fucking winner
3: I think that Tom, if you want a change to bug snacks, you might have been onto something.
1: Oh, no.
3: I don't think you can give Game of the Year to Little Nightmares 2, Chris. <sighs> but I do think Miles Morales is worth a bit buying a PS5 for. So, Pete, you are the winner of the Trophy Challenge 2021, sir. So.
0: Congratulations. Well done. Congratulations. see if I was picking, I would give it to Tom purely because of the the fact that, as I said, it's oh, quality I, over quantity. Yeah, I, uh, I yeah, exactly. I think Tom wins on the uh, quality. If
1: I was, I was picking, I'd give bit, it to you guys.
0: So. Oh, let's all give each other a big oh. hug, a big sloppy kiss. So there you go. I can't believe we've gone this long. Now, very quickly then, what are our future plans for 2022? Are we still going to be... I think we've kind of already said that we're not going to necessarily be doing this kind of challenge again because it does take up a lot of your time. Um, but how do we, fi- we find this? I mean, I found it quite an interesting experience, particularly going back to some of the older games. Um,
1: I I don't know about you guys, but I think make it less of a... Let's just, let's just take the... the, the um competitive thing out of it and just be more like a, a, a year in review, like a roundup of what we've played and what our views on the games were, and um, that way there's no pressure for people to try and get... Obviously, if you want to get as many Platinums as you can, do, but um, yeah, I, I really like just sitting and chatting about what we've been doing, yeah.
0: basically. Yeah, no, that sounds good. What about you, Pete? Have you got any plans for 2022 gaming-wise?
2: Yeah, similar to what Tom said, it's like, they're definitely were games that i wanted to play this year but when i looked at the trophy i was like i'm not going to i'm probably not going to platinum this therefore spending time in it going to be like sort of detrimental to this this challenge so in that sense like going in clean to a sense next year will be will be nice um i i obviously i was a trophy hunter beforehand so obviously i will still be working towards platinums but i'm quite looking forward to playing this quite a few games like um resident evil 2 remake like i've i love resident evil 2 the original i've always wanted to play the remake but i'm not gonna do like speed runs or knife only ones i don't care i don't care enough to put myself through that so that's definitely one i want to play um and then there's a whole bunch that like like we've gone through like i want want to start return all over christmas I i want to start
0: hades um things like that Sounds good. Um, from my point of view, I think to atone for my sins of playing some right old bollocks, uh, <laughs> I've already set myself a challenge next year of going through and platinum platinuming. Oh fuck, mate! Platinuming the From Software games. Um, so I'm going to start off with Dark Souls, and I'm going to go through nice. them. Um, you know, in in terms of their order of release. So I'm going to start off with Dark Souls, um, and I'm just going to take my time with them. I think, like you know, the thing, like I said, I most for the most part, I really enjoyed this challenge but then it did take me down some dark paths in terms of like looking out for shite and I didn't want to necessarily do that and I think that was just the competitive edge you know just perhaps came out just like I said it was like oh I've got to get more than than Pete's because Pete was like you know at one point we were neck and neck and it was just like Argh! so but so but then like Wayne said and I feel bad now actually because he's just kind of said it that he kind of gave up on achievements because he felt that there was no point that he could never reach the, the level that I got to which I feel a little bit had to he's never actually told me that so i'm uh, sorry about that Wayne. um but um <laughs> so i think it, it's definitely a case of now and, and particularly with those games because i've completed some of them like dark souls demon souls but i've you know the, the updated versions if you want to call them that and i want and i love them and i want to see everything that those games have got to offer. So um, they are on my list for sure. Red Dead Redemption 2, I've recently bought that. So I'm looking forward to playing though. That was probably on the back of watching the Hateful Eight actually, but still. Um, But anyway, so I think it's more a case of like going down the similar path to Tom of quality over quantity. Um, So yeah, there you go. That's it. That's me. I've got a thumbs up from Wayne. Hooray. Um... (laughs) Can I add something? Of course you can,
3: yes. I I don't think I've ever had a better year in gaming in terms of what I've played without concentrating on achievements or trophies. And, yeah, I always want to just finish more games, but I don't think there's ever been a better time. I know we say it quite often, but I don't think there is a better time to be a gamer at this point.
0: Yeah, I know people moan about um, video games, but then... Yeah, you know, people moan about everything, don't they? So I think yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, there's so much out there for people to play and enjoy. You know, the, the, we're a sport for choice, aren't we? The problem is, is just a lack of time, um, particularly as yes. we've all got children and we've all we're all parents. You know, and I think time just time becomes more of a precious quantity or uh, you know or, or thing than you realise uh, as it's as it is. But there you go. Um, I've really enjoyed tonight. It has absolutely flown by. I can't believe that we've spoken for like three and a half hours. That's just mental. And I hope no, that no. people have enjoyed listening to us ramble on about our year. I mean, I, I, and like I said, when you condense a year into three and a half hours, it's kind of crazy. Um, the most important thing for me, though, has just been, and sorry to get all soppy for listeners and whatever, but is uh, just, you know, being in contact with you guys and just kind of having that, uh, you know, relationship and and just you know having been able to share this you know and and it culminating at the end of it with with doing this podcast and and hope, you know sharing it with people and if people have enjoyed us chatting about it, then brilliant but uh this was more about actually talking to you again than as opposed to uh, you know recording a podcast and i've always said that about doing podcasts is that i almost forget that people are going to listen to it it's more about i'm just kind of you know, drawn into chatting with the people that I'm with and enjoying myself. So, so thank you. Uh, thank you all for joining me, Wayne. Thank you for sitting thank next you. to me. Uh,
1: thank you for Pete. having us, man. It's been, it's been a pleasure. No,
0: no, Pete, thank you. And Tom, thank you. Uh, it, it's been awesome. Um Tom, I will start with you because I want to dedicate a bit of time f- for you. How do you get people to find you with your awesome streams? Do you want to pimp yourself out a little bit?
1: Yeah, you can um, search on Twitch. Uh, you can find this level and life is the name of the channel uh, you can find me Tom Marrott on Twitter uh, Level on Life is also on Instagram now for all the trophies uh, that we get and like clips and, and there'll be small reviews and stuff going up on there as I get more time um, but yeah main thing is uh, Twitch main thing is Twitch over there and streams are a little bit all over the place at the moment with regards to timings but, um, hit the notification bell and when we go live come by and say hi
0: what about Twitter
1: uh twitter is 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 just my name so it's just tom marrett uh, m-a-r-e-t-t and you'll be able to find me on there i'm sure you'll see if you if you if you're familiar with this podcast then um you'll see me talking and interacting so you'll see my twitter on this
0: fantastic and we will um put all of your contact details and links and everything on the the show notes uh and personally speaking i would recommend that you take check out tom uh because he's a very hunky man uh so if people want to uh you know watch a bit of video gaming hear a sexy voice and look at i
3: don't watch the video gaming i must admit (laughs)
0: and and look at a, a muscular man uh then then there you go um pete what about you where can people find you well, I offer none of those qualities, so I am not on Twitch.
2: <laughs> I am not streaming. So, uh, the main, main place you can find me will be on Twitter, uh, where it's at Tatsun, which is at T-A-T underscore S-U-N underscore.
0: Fabulous. Uh, Wayne, what about you? I'm at Jet Set Uh Just follow me on Twitter. Awesome. Um, and But, but well, you, you've got a locked profile, haven't you, Wayne? I've noticed that. So, if, uh, you oh, have to get his approval. For, uh, yes. to, you have to be special to, to follow Wayne. Because um, uh, he is special. So I'm at Dastardly Jabby. Uh, on twitter and if you go to the website which is 60mw.co.uk which is where this podcast will appear and all of the reviews that we've done all the written reviews all the podcasts everything it's all there uh if you go to um at 60mw podcast on twitter that's where all the giveaways are and all of the other things that don't, you know if you we do we give away lots of different things like movies and sorts of shit um amazing podcast and podcasts as well yeah check out the podcast we do um there's something for everybody i think it's like a buffet i always say it's like a buffet it sounds really wanky but it is this if there's something there that you like then enjoy it if there's something that you don't like then fuck off um so but that's it thank you very much for listening uh i hope that you have had an interesting 2021 if you found this podcast interesting then good i share it with people um if you haven't then fuck off um sorry i might cut that out but no <laughs> i've been drinking uh, but no thanks ever so much and like i said this is although at the moment it's a one-off we may well do it as a potentially sort of semi-regular show who knows um and we'll catch up maybe not as long but we'll just be a case of we'll just get together and chat because that's what we've been doing over the last few years anyway isn't it so yes. might as well record yeah. it and share it with people so there you go thanks ever so much for listening and we will see you again soon